I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Dog Maestro. And I am Azrael. And this is the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Halloween Spooktacular! (laughs) 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 Welcome. Woo! (laughs) Yes. This is our first episode of our Halloween Spooktacular month-long event. It's going to be fun. We have a lot of things planned for you. Yes. It's very exciting. It's going to be spooky. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> That was a good intro, man. Uh, well, fun fact on that. Um, so that is Takata into Blood Soaked Darkness. That's the title. Oh my god! <laughs> From Castlevania. Okay. And specifically that uh, recording, I downloaded it off YouTube like a while back. Yeah. It's like a cover of it. Sure. And now I cannot find it. Really? Again. You can't find. I it can't at find all? it at all. I searched so many times. It must have got maybe copyrighted or something. Maybe. So yeah, like so this, we're using it instead. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> well, because like the original versions on YouTube and stuff, but like you can not find this exact cover. Michael, I think it's necessary as our first Halloween special podcast mm-hmm. to play the air horn. Oh, to play the air horn, you say? Play the air horn. Yeah, I think it's I think it's customary. 
Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, are we spooked now? <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys terrified now from the cringe? <laughs> there I gotta get some thunder in there. there yeah, there you go. It's putting a thunderstorm on your on your head today. All right. <laughs> today we're gonna be talking about horror games as our first week of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So we're talking about horror games. Yes. Now, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you can tell by this list. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of horror games. You don't say. <laughs> I love horror games, oh, and yeah? honestly, I would say they're probably more effective at scaring me than movies. Oh, hundred percent. Because these days, movies just do jump scares. Not to say that uh, games don't do jump scares. No, but they have some. I mean, some games have uh, more of an atmosphere to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, horror games is what got me into the horror genre in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I, I started out watching a lot of let's plays on YouTube because I'm too much yeah. of a bitch to play them yeah. myself. You yeah. know what I mean? So it got me into the genre, and I didn't really watch horror movies previous to that, and yeah. then I just started. Liking the genre because I didn't mind being terrified, <laughs> you yeah, know, to yeah, a degree. Yeah. And now I'm, uh, I'm a fan for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I'm in the same boat right with you, where I was introduced really to the horror game genre through YouTubers. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we talked about this last time. Well, not last time. The YouTube episode with like PewDiePie, right? Yeah. When he was starting out with like, um, games and, like Amnesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll get there. But I distinctly remember one of the big ones that were going around was Slender. Yeah, Slender was like one of the like the first like big hits, right? In the horror genre. I mean that like everyone had access to. That was yeah, quick. that was quick. Yeah. yeah. So you only have to like with Slender, it's uh, if to give some context, I guess to what that is. Yeah. So Slender is based off the Slenderman mythos, which was a urban legend created on something awful forums a while Wasn't back. it like a creepypasta or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then someone just made a game around the concept. And it's a very simple one. You're in this like... Woods. Woods thing. And... <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, because it's like just weird abstract like, yeah, like buildings, buildings and abandoned and cars and stuff. Basically like in a park if I had yeah. to take a gander. Some what it would park be. woods yeah. thing. And your goal is to collect... All eight pages, which are these pieces of paper stuck onto random things. Yeah. With some creepy stuff on it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and you got to do it before he kills you. Yeah. And it's like, it's interesting. Doesn't it do something when he gets close? Yeah. You start hearing static and stuff. Yeah. And it's like the screen gets all crazy. He basically he- works um, as like a weeping angel where it's like, as you, if you don't look at him, he's moving around. And then like, if you look at him. He's not moving. He's just standing there. But if you get close to him, like the screen starts getting all static. He's like, and then, and then he kind of just pops up behind you. Speaking of jump scares yeah. and like gets you. Yeah. But it's like, doesn't he get you in the end anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a very simple game. It was not really a, but it was like one of those things though, that was really scary. Cause it's really dark and they only, you have to like find a flashlight. Don't you? No, you start with a flashlight. Oh, you start with a flashlight? Then I'm, what, fuck me then. I don't know. But well, like, I mean, I think you were thinking, because there was two big Slender games. There was the okay. original one, and then there was Slender the Arrival. I think maybe that's the one that I'm more familiar that with. That one had more kind of like a 
story thing and the more okay. levels. Yeah, but I mean, like overall, like the basis is that like you're in this dark forest, super quiet, and you're trying to find these letters, and you just don't know if he's like around. Like it's like the paranoia almost. Like you want to look around a lot because you don't know if he's like close. Well, to because you. it's because like once you get the first page, like the ambient music starts like. Yeah, and it's like oh, game is like, begun. Oh, here we go. Yeah, because it's like you. It's pretty much like you can you can. It doesn't really start until you get the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you can coast for a little while, and then. Then, then it starts to get intense overall. Yeah, and then, like, because the pages are randomized. Right? Yeah, they're always randomized. You don't know where they are. So, so you always, but, like, I guess, like, as you become more familiar with the environment. Yeah, then you've, I mean, if you want to strategize, like, you yeah, can fucking like you map can, out. You can where. map out where they could be, but, I mean, most, I, I, mean, I just remember seeing so many, like, clips, like, of people just, like, freaking out yeah. or, like, playing it in the dark with, like, a bunch of people. Yeah. It was, like, when Let's Plays, were, like, were just starting. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. kind of one of those things where, like, it was, like, a group activity almost. It was funny because, um, originally, like, I was, I would watch it. I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. Like, yeah. like the, the motto Slender Man looks kind of shit. <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah. It's also, da- it's dated. Yeah, you know? and then I actually tried playing it. And once that ambience started coming in, I was like, oh, actually, hang on. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's not so much about what he looks like or anything it's just the chase yeah that's terrifying that's it's like he's creeping on you like at all times and you just don't know that's why i think um the sequel center the arrival did a lot better was one updated graphics yeah and um the slender man and his little like proxy minion were terrifying yeah and because like the thing was slender like again it's like it was a weeping angel thing where like if you're looking at him he's not moving yeah the problem is his proxy thing is in constant chase because it's just like it's just like this distorted person just running after you and yeah. like will tackle you and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, all right, look, but don't look. Well, you just keep running. Yeah, it's the type of thing, right? Like you can't really stop. Yeah. And like if you get in the dead end, you're like freaked because yeah. now you're cornered. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like one of those things where you really just have to kind of ride it out. <laughs> it's mm. almost I don't. I wonder if it's better with a friend because at least then you could share. In the suffering. Yeah. There's a there was a YouTube series a while back when it was hot. It was 11 drunk guys playing Slender. Playing Slender. Oh, my God. They were just crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but I feel like that's like kind of like the, the granddaddy the of, granddaddy. of horror games, right, on YouTube. Uh, that and, I guess, Amnesia. Amnesia. You want to go into that one next? Yeah, might as well. That's kind of the start of all this. Yeah. I mean, I just remember I really... You know what's funny? I didn't really start with that. Um I've seen the Slender ones because they were just kind of viral and they were everywhere, but right. it wasn't like something that I outsourced or looked into, kind yeah. of. Um, but I did watch PewDiePie's Let's Plays of Amnesia because I always found his m- the most entertaining, but I yeah. s- I've seen Markiplier's too and everything. Yeah, I mean, because like what they also played is like a bunch of custom maps, right? Yeah, they did a crap ton of custom maps yeah. and things, and some of them were good. Some of the stories were good. But the base game of Amnesia, though... Like, do you actually know the story of what happened? I don't remember. It's been so long. I mean, the basic gist is, like, your name's Daniel. Daniel. And you're, like, a helper person to this guy who owns a mansion named Alexander. Okay. And, like, you wipe your mind because you did something so horrible while doing working with him. And yeah. then now you woke up with amnesia. Huh? There's oh. The, there it is. The trademark. Uh, yeah. And then it's kind of just you retracing your steps of like what the fuck happened here yeah i know what you mean so amnesia though what was scary about it is because yeah, there's monsters right yeah and 
what was interesting is that the player had a sanity meter, right? A what? I'm sorry. A sanity meter. Oh, sanity meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And every time you were in dark, or if you looked at the monster, you started losing sanity. Yeah. And what happens when you lose sanity is like all your vision starts becoming distorted. Yeah, it gets all dizzy and everything. And it's hard to control yourself and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You just make noises to attract the monsters. And it's like, it's interesting too, because you don't really have weapons, if I remember correctly. No. So it's like, when you see it, you have to hide. And it's, like, it's interesting because, like, it's, I mean, other games have done that, but it's, like, one of the first ones that I remember. I think, well, this one, well, to this degree, I think Amnesia was the first. Yeah, and it was, it's really, it was just scary because, like, it's not, like, I don't know, like, the monsters rendered didn't really, like, terrify me. I mean, it did look disturbing, but it wasn't, like, oh, shit. I mean, it was more, it was kind of like we were saying with Slender, it was the chase. It's the chase, it's the chase, yeah. So, you hear that, and you're like, yeah. no, 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 Yeah, no. and you have to, like, hide, and you have to hide under the bed, or you can hide pretty much anywhere, well, right? Well, that was the cool part, right? Because, again, like I said, the, being in darkness affects your sanity. Yeah. So it's like, you turn off your lantern, and it's like, oh, God, okay, so my sanity's going down, but I can't let them see me. So it's yeah, like, so it's like, what, do you, what, what do, do you do? And I, I love how everything was interactive. Yes. Like, you can pretty much touch everything. Like, one thing with PewDiePie is that he, lo- like, his whole shtick during oh, the Amnesia yeah. thing the was barrels, the, the barrels. The barrels! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anytime he saw barrels, he would name them. That's the thing about PewDiePie's commentary, too, not to get on him, but, like, yeah. just for the sake of it, is that whenever he does, like, a horror game, I don't know if it was, like, a, dis- uh, like a self-defense mechanism. Yeah, I imagine it was. But, but he would always, like name like an inanimate object in the game and then yeah (laughs) yeah and just kind of let like it's almost like it becomes the care like a character and like your companion and i'm like that's so fucking funny that he does that yeah it makes it more immersive too which is like fun yeah i yeah that's definitely what attracted a lot of people to his web i think so yeah what sucks is that the sequel to it amnesia machine for pigs got rid of the sanity system did they and they also had it like a permanent lantern oh really so you didn't so have to refill you it. refill it that was a scary thing too right because like you had to refill the lantern yeah it's like oh how how much do you want to use your how lantern? much do you want to use your lantern yeah it's like like you know especially like during like the dark period like parts where like you're in like the basements yeah. or something where you really needed it and you yeah. had to like look for it and like sometimes when you didn't have it you know what i yeah. mean you didn't have any more like oil or whatever you needed for yeah. it, and it's like you have to try to find it and stuff. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, and then also like the pig monsters themselves weren't as like scary no. as the morphed humans in the first one. Yeah, I will say though, I feel like the second game had much more of a concise story. Yeah, I feel like it's hard for me to say because with the Amnesia games, I never really knew. Like, yeah. I know I watched the playthroughs, but at the same time, it was always, I can't remember because there was just so many different versions of the yeah, game yeah. that I don't even know. I don't remember what was the canon story was, you know, so it's hard to say. Well, I, uh, that was also a sucky thing. There was no uh, custom maps for the second game. Yeah, that's what made the first one so cool is that you can literally make your own story in that game. And some of them stories are actually scary than scary the, real the real game. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, for its faults, I would say the story and the music was definitely a big up for the second one. It was yeah. just what made Amnesia so good 
was the story, the music, and also the gameplay. The gameplay. And I mean, that was what was lacking. You can't have a good game without good gameplay. It doesn't matter how good the story is. You can, yeah. you know what I mean? If I'm, if you're having a horror game where you actively stripped away the things that made the player on edge in the first place. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know if they want to make it easier so more people would play. Cause Maybe. They, they knew they had a big-ass fan base now, and they wanted more players, more people to buy it. Who knows? Who knows really what the mindset was, but... I mean, sequels are always difficult, right? Like, it's never, like, clear-cut. Yeah, I, I get that. But, yeah. whatever. What can you do? Uh, so, next on this long-ass list. <laughs> Outlast. Outlast, man. Outlast has a special place, because that's where I started. Mm-hmm. I started with the Outlast series. Now... Did you did you play or did you watch all? I watched. I'm too much of a bitch. <laughs> I won't play them. All right. Do you want to? Do you know the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. give a little brief Rel- synopsis? Relatively speaking, yeah. So this this is like this reporter that's heard about this asylum, and he wants to go there to see kind of how it is and like how it operates. Pretty much, he sneaks in, doesn't he? Yeah, because because uh, there's reports that there's like abuse and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes in. And boy, what does he find, man? <laughs> he finds a fucking madhouse, man. There's, like, so many, like, just twistedly mentally ill people who are, like, psychotic. Even the people who work, some of the people who work there are psychotic. Yeah. And, like, it's just a madhouse that's just run rampant. Like, no one, no one's really in charge. Yeah, if, like, the people know, who are kind of in charge are, like... Also nuts. Also nuts. Yeah, it's, like, insane. And he has to try to escape and, like... There's so many different, like, layers to it and trying to get out and everything. It's, like, he's just, like, terrified the whole time. Yeah, that was a very... It was very cool because one of the big mechanics of the game was you had a camcorder. Yeah. And instead of... It would of, help you see in the dark, essentially. Yeah, so instead clear. of having a flashlight, yeah. you would have the camcorder with night vision and on And you need to find batteries to power the camcorder. Right. And you could see the battery life on, on the side of the camcorder. So yeah. it's like... It it made the game super intense when you didn't have batteries. Mm. It's not like because and then um, to contrast, amnesia. It's not like anything would happen when you didn't have like when you were in the dark, like in a sense to yourself. However, it's terrifying because you still have to go through the game. Well, it's, you just can't see. It's bad because like you. I, I distinctly remember there was one part. I guess when you're in the sewer section underneath, yeah. and you're just wading through the water. And there's the giant ass dude, Chris, whatever his name is. Yeah, Chris. He's just waddling in the water with you. And it's like, you badass hope you have enough batteries or you're not going to see, see when yeah, and he's going to he kill you. Yeah. Um, you don't have any weapons in that game either, right? No. So that, that the, I, something about that game, man. It's just like, because the thing about that game is that, yeah, I did jump scares occasionally, right? Yeah. But it wasn't really the, um, you know, the the magic of it. It was just the atmosphere was always on 11 yeah. in that game. Because you'd be going for a section and they'll just be like, I remember like you go through this hallway and you, you get an item, you come back and there's just a naked dude just standing. Yeah, everyone's naked in the game, which is so weird. And he's just staring at you and you're like, okay, are you aggro? Or, or are you, you just not, you just docile? Or are you just a weirdo? Like, yeah. Uh, and there's like some, remember that dude in the wheelchair? Yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah, like another one who wasn't he, you go past him once, right? And he's yeah. like fine, and then you come back around. And he and tackles like, he you. He tackles yeah. you. Yeah, uh, it's just you just never know. And then of course, like this one of the most terrifying motherfuckers in the game, darling. Oh my god, the groom. Yeah, is that 
DLC or is that the base game? No, that's the base game, man. I think. Okay. That's the base game. Um, Yeah, the groom. Because uh, one other thing is Atlas is not shy away from body horror. Let's, no, <laughs> let's it is not. Out. So, like, the groom, just to give you some context of the disturbing nature of it, um, is essentially, like, this dude who takes men and tries to, like, use pl- his plastic surgery knowledge to make them women. Plastic surgery with big quotation marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get what I mean. He yeah. does. He performs surgery on them. And like it's it's pr- it's gnarly. Yeah, you see some of you the see, uh, you results. See, yeah, you see some of the results, and it's like, and then you get kidnapped by him, and then you almost get you almost get. F- <laughs> yeah, it's all the men out there. I think you, I think you know, big old buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just put that image in your mind. Yeah, and I know you're all clutching your crotch right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and you just like see a saw coming close. You're like, oh, not my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really it's terrifying, man. And it's just like um I don't know, it's just like everywhere you go, it's just worse. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty much. There is no chill. Not at all. And the thing about the hiding thing too is cool cuz like they check sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah, like they'll check certain areas. There's an opening in the opening uh part where you're getting chased by Chris the first time. Yeah. Uh the ideal hiding spot you're supposed to go to is in like the security room in a locker. Yeah. But if you're too slow and like you go in as he's walking by the window to the security office. Yeah, he'll know that you're in the he locker. No, so he'll just beeline to the walker, open it up, and just take you out. Yeah, like this on and it's just like I don't know. It was like interesting too about that game because it's an indie game, like it's not made by like a big company. No, nah, yeah. So it, it gained so much traction and it had so much love, like just for the being an indie game, and it was so well done. Yeah, I mean the really story s- was great too, even though it was very like um simple in a way yeah i mean it had a simple premise but the gameplay alongside like it's it's cool because you you build the lore you know as you go along the fucking wall rider yeah do you remember that which one the wall rider it's a ghost thing yes i do yeah and you just like because you get you're so used to like inmates and like crazy people and then you just see a little fucking black ghost thing just yeah. go for the wall and you're like okay wait a minute <laughs> you're, like, you're like what is happening here yeah yeah i i know so it's like one of those things and the dlc for that game was really good too with oh whistleblow yeah so good wasn't it what was his name ethan right it'd be really funny if his name was ethan <laughs> i think so because it wasn't it's not as resident evil but yeah like, I could have sworn it was something like that, but it's cool because, like, you don't realize as you're going through it that it takes place simultaneously yeah. with the main story. Mm. So, like, you're going through similar tragedies in a different location, and then you find out that, like, the other person is also doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's almost like the DLC character is really the main character, and, like, almost in the end. Cause, like, yeah, because he's, the one, he's the one who actually, like, I guess, spoilers, but, yeah. like, he's the one who actually finishes... Um, the mission, the mission, and like delivers the footage to government, and yeah, and, and get it taken down or, or whatever they yeah. do, you know. But uh, he makes it out essentially. Yeah, the DLC guy can't say the same for our our not MC. not as intended. Yeah, <laughs> not as intended. You're right, not as intended. Yeah, so he got pretty fucked. Um, again, and then we have the sequel problem of Atlas Two, which is not yeah, as good. it wasn't as good at all. No, I mean. Because the second one was like, instead of being this asylum, it was just like, cult, like world cult church worshiping f- Satan thing. Yeah. And it was, I don't know. And it was like different factions and they're like, yeah. what? I, I just like, I don't know. I mean, like they did take their time clearly because it's not like it came out the next year. Like it came out years after. Yeah, of course. But, but it was still just, it didn't meet up to, I guess like 
again, it's just a problem with sequels. Is like you know you just can't always meet meet like the right like the expectations of what's already expected. I think they just they went too because for what the weirdness was with the first one, there was still yeah. some sort of groundness to it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and it went a little. But bit. then then it was like the end of the world and the Antichrist, and you're like, why? Why is yeah, it raining blood right now? What? Yeah, the fuck? that's the thing too. It went a little too supernatural, like. I mean, there were supernatural elements for sure yeah. in the in the sec in the first one, but um, it wasn't nearly as like it's not like it was like I I don't even want to say it was believable, right? Yeah. But it was just I, you're right. It was like grounded. It wasn't so bombastic. Like yeah, like you kind of knew the rules of like the world and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't like some like I don't know like what the fuck <laughs> like you raining know, like, blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is weird. You know, like overall. And you, I think also like. They went the route of another horror game, Agony. They went the route of let's just put a shit ton of blood and guts on the screen, and that's gonna spoo people. And I'm like, no, it's not because not anymore. Man. It's just a geometry thing now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like maybe I, I. It's just been overdone. Like, I don't know. I feel like the way it happens is the more disturbing well, part than. Than, than the actual well, result. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, with the first Outlast, when you really think about it, the gore stuff is not as frequent as you would think it is. It's really not. It's because it's not necessary. You know, like yeah. gore, yeah, gore can be disturbing, like for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, I think it's, it's the way it happens. It's not so much like, the the fact that it's happened. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, the end result of the dismembered body or, or whatever it is, you know, like the the in Outlast one, your yeah. dick gets cut off almost once. Yeah. In Outlast two, your dick almost gets cut off twelve times. <laughs> yeah, it's like to put it in perspective. Like they're really trying to make it seem like yeah, you're about to get like screwed like hard. And it's like okay, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like one of those things. It's just like it's subtle. Like when it's some things are are better in uh in small doses than uh just overdoing it. You know. Yeah. For the sake of it. It right. seems like a little, a little lazy, like uncreative, in that regard. Yeah, that's another thing with it. It was like not as creative, like, like the like the groom villain character, right? Like, just to put it in perspective, or even yeah. Chris, right? Yeah, Chris reminds me a little bit of the Resident Evil guy, what Mister X or something. Yeah, kind of like that kind of character, but just like this, you know, even just the way they act and like the way they do well, things. I mean, the, hell, even like Wall Rider and the Doctor, like yeah, it's all. just like they're all like really like interesting, quirky. Uh, antagonist and then yeah. in Outlast 2 it it seemed like it was just kind of like your run of the mill demonic story type thing like some like I don't know cause like I mean like uh, I mean they were like neat design I guess like the big lady of the cross was cool yeah it's not like, like I'm not saying character design wise I'm just I think saying also cause it was just AI was a problem it was like they were too on your ass compared to like the first one you think it was like too intense? Like it was almost unfair. Okay. And I think that frust it became less of like hard task and more of players are getting frustrated because they tried hiding and they got yeah. scooped out. Yeah, I can I can see that for sure. The AI is too smart. Yeah. So um one game that's not on the list I just thought of though, but I okay. think I appreciate the list is Alien. Oh, isolation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is scary. <laughs> it's funny because the game before that, like Alien franchise-wise, was yeah. Alien Colonial Marines, which was 
basically you're playing as the Marines because why would you want to play as any of the cool characters? Let's yeah. play as a cannon fodder. Yeah. And <laughs> like the aliens were not scary because you could just and like shoot them. Yeah. Uh, so when Alien Isolation came out, what a fucking surprise. This That game is in- extremely like anxiety inducing. Oh, yeah. Because it's like... So, like, to, to give you some perspective, like, you're on the spaceship um, trying to do this thing, and then, like, uh, something, like, you're trying to discover the ship that, like, uh, you got you to, basically, you got a beacon from the ship. Well, you're, like, following what happened in Alien 1, right? Yeah, essentially, right? Yeah, so that you go to the ship, and then, like, you know, one of the aliens is there, because, obviously, you yeah. know, like, overall. That's the thing, though. It's just one. Like... Colonial Marines, there was like hundreds of them, and stuff. yeah, it's just this is just, just one, <laughs> and it's like one of those things where you have like this radar that shows movement. Yeah, right? like the movies. Yeah, so well, some yeah, so this first people don't know, you yeah. know, overall, and you you know you hear it beeping and you can see like when it's coming and you hear like you know like the yeah. little like thing that it, you know the little like hiss that it makes, and you have to try to hide places, and it's really interesting because like it it goes in vents. Yeah. Too. So it's like occasionally, like you're just like in some area, and then you hear a vent open, and you're just like, "Fuck!" That's did you had? Do you actually play the game, or you just watch again? It? I just watched <laughs> it. The uh, someone aptly described it: the first time you meet the alien, there is no pop in circumstance. There's no cutscene. It's just like you just see the tail drop down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh, oh, oh, uh, fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And what's crazy is like sometimes you'll be like, "I see," like obviously I don't play it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You see it, and it's like you see the drool like in the vent, so you oh. know it's like literally right there. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go around you because I don't want to die." <laughs> like you know, overall. Yeah. But the thing is also is that you have to fight some of the AIs too. Yeah. So there are these like AI robots who were originally supposed to be like helper security people yeah but they've gone haywire that was this creepiest introduction ever yeah right? there's a little robot in the hallway and it's like can i help you with anything and you're like no no okay and you're like going to do a task you look behind you it's like in the hallway again and you're like are you sure you don't need any assistance and you're like oh no. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like something's off about you bud please refrain yourself please ref-. and you're like they're just creepy they are really creepy, and I, I remember I remember this part where there's one of them, and there's the alien there. Yeah. So you have to get through both of them, and it's like, what the hell? What do you do? Mm. Yeah. I heard there's a mod that actually, because um, the, the AI will only go where you are, essentially, and in a hard mode, he's, like, super, like, ridiculous. Like, yeah. I watched Maximilian dude play it on hard, yeah. and he's, like, super on your ass. But he said that there is a mod that will have him go across the whole ship. Even when you're not in those areas. Yeah. So you just never know where he is. Oh, so it's like a Mr. X. Because like, that's the thing is like with the game is that you know that he'll be there because you're there. Yeah. Essentially, you know, like, you know, he'll that spawn it's, in he'll and, spawn in yeah. at some point because you're there. Right. But with that, with that section, you just never know where he'll be. So he, you, you may not see him for a little while. And then you're just, you get comfortable, and then out of nowhere, he just comes. But I heard that the AI, well, the AI, actually, the AI in Alien is pretty stupid, actually, I heard. That he's just dumb as shit, like, he doesn't really look for you that hard. But I heard in the modded version that, yes, he's not in your area, but when he is in your area, he's, like, super on your ass, yeah. Yeah, um... That, like, again, that's kind of, like, Resident Evil 2 with Mr. X. Yeah. He is, he doesn't despawn in the police station. He's physically always there 
and like he's in a set location. Yeah. And you just be in the other side and you hear the kung, 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 yeah. the footsteps and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the difference with Mr. X is, well, I guess that's not the difference because you can, um, but you can hear Mr. X. <laughs> you can hear Mr. X and you can, you can like knife him or something. Or no, no, you, you shoot him to the point where he like kneels down and then you can like run, right? Yeah. Well, the Bennett, the, Mr. X's whole goal thing and what makes him scary is that he's actually very predictable in a sense of movement and stuff. Yeah. And like, but he's just like, the, is relentless, right? The only problem is he is following you in the path of zombies who are more unpredictable than he is. Yeah. So it becomes a battle of like, you're trying to deal with these fucking zombies who are inconsistent with headshots and like how quickly yeah, they Yeah, because they like move weirdly, And then this right? mother, yeah. this tree of a man just yeah. beats the shit out of you with a haymaker. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I remember in the Alien, like, um, you could at least get a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. That'll like throw, that like, you can like shoot them with mm. at some points and stuff, you know? But it's just always crazy, like when you know they're like they see you, because then when when it sees you, then it like it, it like, just goes. <laughs> it like yeah, it takes it takes flight and just uh, completely comes at you with everything. Yeah. So it's like when you're trying to get into like one of the vents and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, he's like right there, yeah. oh my god, it's it's pretty nuts. Yeah, that 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 game is definitely intense. Yeah, I that's a game I don't want a sequel to because I feel like they'll ruin it. They'll ruin it. You know they're doing another shooter one, right? Of course they are. Yeah, they're doing fucking another, gearbox. They're, do, they're doing another military one. Of course, and there's like hundreds of aliens. Any, any Pitchford has not learned his lesson. Randy's like, you want to make some money? Shooters. Shitty games. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but Alien Isolation is definitely. I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot about it too. But then we started talking about like stalking and shit like that in the chase, and it just reminded me. Yeah. So. On the opposite end. Sure. How about a game where you don't move? How about a game where you're stuck in one spot? From uh, right, uh from 12 to 6 for a week. <laughs> from 12 to 6 for a week. You're talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. So Five Nights at Freddy's is interesting because it added a layer to the genre, right? Because, like you said, you're not moving. You're like an you're an operator at this like um, creepy Chuck E. Cheese ass looking place. Yeah, you're the security guy watching the night shift. But little do you know, like the machines are like haunted and shit. So they they'll come to like attack you, but you have to like watch them like on cameras and see where they're moving to. Mm-hmm. So when you when you see them moving and you see them getting closer to your door, you close your doors so they can't get in, and then they'll leave. So you have to like watch them all the time yeah. and like find out Due where to they are. Strange fucking logic. Your doors are powered. Yes. And if you you have a set amount of power. Yes. And if you run out, everything turns off, and then they get your ass. Yeah, and then you're screwed. Yeah, and that whole game is literally you're waiting for the jump scare. <laughs> Pretty much, and it's like it's interesting because they tell you like, all right, you have you have to survive this amount of time. Yeah, you know, till you clock out essentially. Yeah, and um, so you're always looking at the clock, and you're like struggling to like save power and and, and make sure that they're not gonna fuck you. Yeah, so because the thing what happens is you have basically free functions. You have your door on and off switches. You have lights outside those doors. Don't and you have then, something behind you too? Uh, or is that another one? That's a different one. That's, that's a, different one of the sequels. One of the sequels. Um, yeah. And then you have the security monitors, right? Yeah. All of those take power. Yeah. 
And like, you can turn off the like you can have the doors open and mm-hmm. have the lights off. Normally you would have the doors open unless you see them like really close to yeah. you. You see them like in your hallway, then you're in a closed yeah. one. And you don't have to close them both at the same time. I mean, sometimes you do if they're really being they're really on your ass like yeah. that. But but you don't have to keep them closed. So because every time you're using them is consuming more and more power. So what you do is like you check the cameras because they'll be at your door. Like they will literally be right outside your door. Yeah. But so you check the cameras outside your door to see when they leave, and then that's when you open them. But yeah. sometimes they'll come right back, or another one will come too, and you gotta close your doors again. Well, because like, what's great about uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, the first one, is that each of their there's four animatronics, right? Yeah. There's Freddy, Chica, Bonnie, and Box the Foxy. Surprised you remember that? I don't remember. That. I know I've been around <laughs> too long. Um, so like, the bunny operates normally. Kind yeah. of, and just like he's just gonna go down the hallway and go around his little path and yeah. eventually come to you. And Chica the chicken is gonna go on your other side, mm-hmm. and is a little bit more aggressive. And they have to be more keep an eye on her more. The issue comes then because they 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 come out kind of staggered. Like on yeah. the first night, it's just Bonnie, and then like the second night is Chica, and then they start yeah. adding them in. Yeah, because you go through nights, so like you have to keep surviving different nights. Five nights. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then the problem is, you start implementing like Foxy, and the the whole gimmick of Foxy doesn't is doesn't it just make a, a beeline to you? So yeah, like the other ones like are still. And, like, you can see them, like, in place. In motion. But when you see Foxy gone, you got to be stressed because like, that thing runs. He, ba- like, bullets to your security room. Yeah. And the only way to, like, keep him in check is that you have to watch him through the cameras because he's camera shy. Yeah. So, it's like, all right, you mandatory have to use the cameras now. All right. And then <laughs> you have Freddy comes in. And he pops up if you're not using your lights enough. <laughs> yeah. So it's like everyone's kind of like pushing you in a minute. All right, what do you got to do now? So yeah, it's like you have to really maneuver and like conserve your time. Sometimes you, even when they're in your hallway, you have to like kind of open your door and kind of be like, all right, wait, wait. Yeah. And then close it. Like I saw Markiplier play Five Nights at Freddy's a lot. Mm. And he would have to be like on it. Like look close, look close, yeah. look close. It was like one of those things you have to be very like, I don't know, sporadic. Well, I mean. Because we're just talking about the first one. Well, the other ones, I don't know. And then there's, yeah, there's God knows how sequels. But, like, at least with one, two, and three. Because that kind of seemed like the trilogy. Yeah. Um, Wasn't there a bedroom one? There was another. Yeah. Was that a clone or was that a natural one? That was an actual one. Yeah. yeah. That was the second one, wasn't Scott it? Scott Coffin just went at it. He was just like. Well, he saw the money and he was like, why not, man? Yeah. I don't blame him to a degree. But that's another game that inspired, like, a lot of clones. Oh, yeah. Like Amnesia, the, the difference between like Amnesia was using like the same like it was the same. It was within the engine. It was within the engine, yeah. So other people for this one was just they were just making different clones of them. Some of them were all right, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, some of them definitely fared better than others. You had ones where it's like, oh, it's Five Nights at the Krusty Krab, and it's basically just yeah, the same thing, it's just SpongeBob. SpongeBob. But they are kind of creepy though. Some of them I've seen some of. There them is good. one. Oh, I forgot the name. It's like. Sunday night with it's like it, it's kind of deceiving because it's like this egg character yeah <laughs> and it's all cutely drawn and stuff you know it's like oh I'm Mr. Egg dude. yeah yeah and it's like you're gonna die and you're like wait 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what was that again yeah yeah that one's actually pretty good I mean but the bedroom one's pretty good too because you have to like crawl and like do different things because you're a kid in that one 
Yeah, that one, I guess, a little more active. Because you're, like, in your bedroom. You got to, like, check under your bed or, like, turn on your lights, close your window because there's one that comes through the window. There's one in the closet. There's, like, different things. But, like, it's one of those games that, like, it's kind of sad, but it got really stale. I mean, I I got the burnout. I mean, I'm kind of slightly curious about the newest one, Security Breach, because it looks like you are actually. Wait, there's a new one? Yeah. It's, like, by the same guy? Or is this a clone? I think I mean it's it's the same guy, but I think he at least had a, a development team behind him this time, not mm. just by himself. Yeah, because like it looks like a th- first person, like you're m- actually moving. Okay, like you're stuck inside like this actual like whole park. Okay, which is interesting. I'm like, all right, so let's see what you can do with that. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even know he was making something new. And what was cool was that Five Nights at Freddy's also there was a story to it. It was simple, but like there was yeah. Like, there's like hidden things in there. Yeah, and you smell game free theory like <laughs> money <laughs> views. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the secret of the purple guy? <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, bud. Yeah, you get like that's a little too far. It's just kind of like, dude. Okay, let's like rocks a little bit. Yeah, um, it's just like I don't know. It became such a phenomenon, which is fine. But then, it, like, I don't know. It's just, like, oversaturated, like, because they pumped out pretty fast. Like, there's, like, oh, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, because it's simple. The make. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, and then there's clones, and Five Nights at Freddy's 3, and then there's more clones. Yeah, and, and it's then, just like, like, the Nightmare one, and then there's, like, another one maintenance thing, and then... Yeah, and the, but they had different game modes, too. Like, there was, like, I remember, like, the Nightmare mode, I think, or something. Yeah. Like, the most intense mode is, like, where they're, like, extremely active. Yeah. Like, because there's levels to it where they're not as active at first and things. Mm. And then there's other ones where it's, like, super intense. So, if that's your cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, I won't. I, I, I mean, I would definitely say kudos to Scott Coffin. Cause I mean, like, he made something. Yeah, I mean, he made something completely original, you know. He made, like, ten games in the span that Yandere Dev couldn't even finish one. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he, I mean, he revitalized the jump scare, if you want to think about yeah. it. He, like, renewed it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, speaking of jump scares, let's talk about Spooky and her house of jump scares. <laughs> sure, you you tell me about that one. So break it down. Uh, let me. So, Spooky's house of jump scare is literally what it sounds like. <laughs> There's a little ghost named Spooky, and your task is go through a thousand floors of her mansion. Wow, <laughs> and survive okay so uh people cannot see it but you can see it spooky is a very cute ghost yeah it reminds me of adventure time yeah and the game lulls you into a false insecurity because initially the jump scares are little cardboard cutouts of cutie like spiders or like stuff and you're like okay i do remember spooky house of jump scares i do know what this is yes yeah and then the issue is, like, you reach this computer console and you get to see specimens. So, like, specimen one is the cardboard cutouts. And then it's like, all right, specimen two, bog monster that chases yeah. after you. are like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, looking down the specimen list and each one's game more hyper-realistic. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I do remember this game. Yeah. There's, like, a ton of floors. I do recall that. Yeah, and it does get really scary <laughs> it does it does like i remember there's like certain creepy ass things that follow you and shit like um what is it there's because they like spooky's how the jump scare is also like a big homage to the, the, the horror games right mm-hmm. like there's a resident evil 
thing. There's a grudge thing. There's yeah. a Silent Hill thing. Like there's a, er, like everything's kind of like homage or something. Yeah, it's like a big like just thank you, yeah. kind of right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it gets you. <laughs> like it's fucking. It scary. definitely does. There's some levels on there that are intense. The Deer God is the worst. <laughs> I, I hate the Deer God. <laughs> Did you play the game yourself? No. <laughs> No, I mean I should, but no. <laughs> <laughs> you make me see like dear, dear guy it was the worst. I had such a hard time. Did you play it? No, no. <laughs> I I just needed to watch. That was enough. That was yeah. I I don't know. Is I can't I can't bring myself to play them. Join us. Yeah. Jo- you're like nah. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, thank you. You get that like little piece when you get to one of the rooms where you're like. You're like, okay. You know where you could like yeah. save and shit. My favorite thing I was watching a let's play of it is like they're getting chased by um the uh like ghost girl. Mm-hmm. And right as they're about to hit a door, the fucking cardboard jumps out no way, and really? just scares the shit out of them. <laughs> and he gets caught. Yeah. Uh I mean and that was kinda like that was kind of one of the funny mechanics where like you're getting chased by monsters and you sprinting uh, boost the rate of one of the cardboard kind of jump scares happening. Yeah. <laughs> so you're already freaking out because of the things chasing Yeah, and then, like, a fucking mug of coffee comes out, and you're like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, it just startles you, and you, you freeze, yeah. Yeah. It's like a deer caught in the headlights type thing. Yeah, definitely. I love it. It's a great game. It's very simple, but it's it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun watch, too. Um, want to go back a little bit. So... We were talking about the games early on that a lot of YouTubers played. Sure. That really boosted the horror game scene. Yeah. And we would be remiss if we did not talk about the RPG Maker games. Yeah, so I'm not too familiar with that, so tell me. So there was a bunch of varied ones. There was Ib, which was kind of like an arts... You're trapped in an art gallery thing, mm-hmm. and you have to escape. There was Mad Father. There was The Witch's House. And then there was Aoni, which I think is probably one of the most popular. Oh, God, the cursed image. Yeah. I've seen that so many times, and I, I never knew what it was for. Yeah, it's... It, I I The story off the top of my head, I don't think it's just... It's a, it's an Oni. It's a curse. like thing. Yeah. And it possesses your friend's... And stuff and like changes shape and like chases you around and stuff. And it's spooky. I feel like now though, like. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. It's like the RP. It's just like the style. Like, how could you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's very. I mean, RPG maker games, they're very limited by their. Well, there's like 8 bit. That's why. Yeah. I mean, not to say that you can't do cool stuff of it. No, not to say that at all. Um, this one was actually interesting because I, I just didn't remember because, like, it shapeshifts into, you like, sometimes as other people. Yeah. And, like, you have a party of people because it's an RPG. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you're solving this puzzle and you go into your menu and you can see your party. And one of your party members has changed into the Oni and you exit out and it starts chasing you immediately. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. No. Yeah, I know. Right. That's just like, that's probably scary. It's again, it, it kind of goes back to like, it's, it's the chase. It's the chase. It's the chase. You know, I mean, like there's a, uh, like you see like this one here. 
there's one part when you lock your house behind the bars and they can't get you. So there's a little cutscene in place where it's like standing outside and then like grabs it. It's like, oh no, please no. Like it's trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Or trying to get in. <laughs> Rather. Yeah. Trying to get in. Yeah. Um, but that was a very popular one. I Like I said, I don't know if, because now that like it's been so exposed that it's as scary. But, and like, I don't even remember the story if it was. Had. Like any good or, or yeah i don't remember um like i mean there was stuff like the witch's house where it was scary and then the true ending of it like fucking slaps you with like here's some tears for that sign, yeah it's like here, here's here's some uh some exposition yeah it's and you're like, like oh, fuck. for your troubles <laughs> you're like ah oh, fuck <laughs> yeah but um that definitely was a big one to everyone. It was like, oh my god! Like, yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, looking at like images and stuff, and like half of them are thumbnails from videos. Like, yeah, you know. Definitely seems like one of those games that was played a lot. Oh yeah, I feel like it's like it's easy to access, right? Oh yeah, I mean that's one of the things, right? It's like also like back in the day, like game developers, and I mean most of them still do, but there are you know like <coughs> Nintendo. Um, the <laughs> That uh, don't like people playing their games, and then they get then they copyright or claim their oh, videos yeah. and, and take their revenue and stuff, which is stupid. Because like the people playing these games are it's what's making it kind of get some heat, and then other people want to check them out, and it's more sales for them. So it's kind of stupid. But hey, wait, are you saying that a Japanese company? Is not up to speed with modern conventions. Are you? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Nintendo sucks. No, no, it doesn't. We have it switches. Doesn't. How do you say that? Man, I'm just trying. I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. I love Nintendo. Send me free things. <laughs> um, on the route of pixelated stuff, there's a game called. I'm scared. Yeah. I again, I don't know anything about this one either. Such a great podcast host, right? Nah, <laughs> it's okay. I guess I'm I'm more into this scene, and oh, I'm scared. It's rough. <laughs> it is. I feel like I've seen this one too, but I don't like. I, I I vaguely remember. It seems very familiar. So the gist is, you have a very simple objective. You're in a room, and like you can go downstairs and stuff, and. The door that says exit. Okay. It's like you need a pulsating heart to unlock the door and get out. Okay. And you're like, great. Okay. And then <laughs> it's you going to find it through like creepy pixelated horror. Yeah. And there's this motherfucker. The white face. Yeah. Not the racist thing. The <laughs> oh my God. No. Uh, here's the thing though. What's really scary about this game is that it fucks with your computer. <laughs> it fucks with your computer? It fucks with your computer. In what way? So, first off, your first time you encounter this thing, yeah, one jump scares you, and then it, it closes the game. That's weird. And okay. then you check your files, and yeah. there's a new document added. No way, really? Yeah. That's cool. And you reopen the game again, and it changes. And it transforms from your being in the house to you being in this, like, parking garage. Sure. And it says, let's play tag. Oh, no. And it's just a face coming towards you like, 
fuck? I don't want to play tag. <laughs> yeah. And it's just absolutely creepy because you get a message before you open the game. And it's like the game's going to actively try to deceive you. Don't listen to it sort of thing. Okay. So, like, you'll be going down a road or whatever. And it'll be like, don't follow the road. Follow the blood. And you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to follow the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... And then you get the heart, and you open the door, and the game's over. And you're like, oh, it's short. Okay, that was a short horror experience. And then it jump scares you outside the game. No way, really? Yeah. And Holy then shit. you get another note, and it's like, I'm sorry. It's, you have to go back in. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. It's like, please play again. Yeah, because the whole gist is that the, the reason is because that... They say that spirits can be contained into software sort of thing. So okay. you're dealing with a spirit. And by the end, the only way to like get out is to re- to kind of kill yourself. Okay. <laughs> and like, what is it? It's like you finish the game and then every time you open it, it's just a noose. No way. Yeah. You're crazy. It's crazy. It's a really well done game. And yeah, it's on Steam. I think it's I don't know if it's free or it's like very cheap. Cheap. That's crazy though. They like like interacts with the software. Yeah, that's I wonder how that would work on Steam Deck if it would do the same premise. I mean because like Undertale sort of does stuff like that too. Yeah. Where like crashed your game and stuff. And that's on the Switch. So it I think it just closes your game. Mm, okay. That's I mean, I don't know about files. You have to see how yeah, to see like, like how, how files how that would work, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy though. But that's I'm scared. <laughs> that's it's so funny because like it's pixelated and it's like shitty sound bites. So like it's just like this like I guess eight bit like <laughs> I think it's like the fact that it's talking to you. <laughs> that's what's scary. Yeah, if you play tag and you get caught, you get a new message just got you. No, <laughs> like, yeah, see it's like sentient. I don't like that. Yeah, when it's calling <laughs> to you, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> oh man. So, in that same vein, there's a game called Faith. Okay. Where it's another... This is even more pixelated. Because this sets out to be like an Atari-esque game. Yeah, it looks kind of like... You know those... um Where you like you stick it on a blackboard and there's a light in it? Yeah. You know, like... Oh, the co- light brights? <laughs> yeah, those light brights. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw one not the other... Like, the other, like a few months ago. Oh, really? They still like, make them? Yeah, they still make them, but they're so much smaller. It was like this big... I used to have a light by that brig, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so it's on the. It's a kind of like it's an Atari esque palette. Okay. So it's two D, kind of like top down, very simple characters, base, base colors type thing. Yeah, very bitty bit like sounds mm-hmm. and music. Fucking terrifying. Really. Fucking terrifying. Because here's the thing. They, you're, because you're a priest. And okay. your job is to go exercise. It's always fun. And then, like, you go in and you have, like, a cross to, like, be gone, be gone. Yeah. And you just be walking into the woods to your location. And then there's this, like, animal creature fate just, ah! just run towards you. And you're like, pray, pray, pray. And then you either, like, it runs away. And you're like, Okay. Okay. Set the tone. All right. Okay. And then going to the house and there's like some 
creepy stuff. Oh, it really got me <laughs> so bad. Hey, is that there's cutscenes? There's cutscenes. Yeah. Are they like good looking? They are rotoscoped oh, shit. videos. Okay. That are just like kind of disturbing and shit. What the f- actual? What is this fucking uh, Uzumaki? Like what? what yeah. Are like so. Like again, you'd be like the edge of a bed, and this thing like slowly pops up, and yeah. it's like, and you're like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could imagine like showing this to a kid or something. And having oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's super effective with the palette that it's kind of contained itself in. Yeah, it's all about creativity. You don't have to have anything fancy to make it. That's good. the thing, right? Like, I find that. Like, these simple pixelated games have done more to scare me than, like, any AAA horror game. Because it's all about the atmosphere. Yes. And they just don't know that, man. They, they just don't keep know. making, or they just don't care. It's like, jump scare, sell. So we're going to do that. Put a gun in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it a shooter. It's a it's a billion dollar game. Yeah. That's the type of thing, right? So it's all about creativity and what you do with what you have. So, let's let's move a little bit. Sure. Let's get out of the pixel realm. Sure. Um, let's 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 get a game that you actually know. Sure. Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, Dead Space is kind of crazy. So specifically, I, I put this one down because of Dead Space Two. Yes, I agree with that. So I didn't play it <laughs> again, but my friend did. So it was at least I was closer. I was actually I was <laughs> I, was, I was physically there this time. <laughs> so he would play it, and it's just like. It was so scary because it was so dark. Yes. Like, the whole game is just so dark. Well, do you... I mean, we... Because we... In um, film class. Yeah. We had... we, we had There was an score. option was to score Dead Space. It wasn't Dead Space 2, though, was it? Yep. The opening it was, scene. Oh, it was the opening scene in Dead Space 2, yeah. Which is honestly probably the scariest part because... I mean, Dead Space, you do have weapons, so you can fight back. But the monsters are just freaking creepy. Oh, yeah, man. of course. The xenomorphs are horrible. Yeah. Um, or They're not xenomorphs. That's alien. There's something necromorphs, necromorphs, xenomorphs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's scary about the opening segment is that because you're in a straitjacket. <laughs> yeah. And you cannot fight back, and you're just running you as like the whole facility the whole is being wrecked, <laughs> rang, ransacked by these things. It's yeah. just like it's intense, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just like again, it's just all about atmosphere for that one. Because yes, you have like a shooter. You know, you can shoot and you can kill and you have, like, weapons and you're kind of protected in that regard. Yeah. But it's just, like, being in that constant darkness. And well, like, I mean, it's just, this, it, the necromorphs themselves are just disturbing. Oh, yeah, they're, they're really creepy looking. It reminds me of, like, a freaking, um, oh, my God, what's the game now? It, everyone makes, it's, like, the Sekiro people. I forget their name. I forget the the main game. I'm, like, it's it's escaping me right now. Oh, Dark Souls? There it is. Thank you. Really? It's like it's like um not not in the in the style, but you know how Dark Souls like bosses are all like twisted and like super weird looking and yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. It kind of reminds me of that, like in terms of the creativity, like they're all like meant to be gross, essentially. Oh, uh, you know, I th- I think more in line Bloodborne would be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but you get what I mean. It's I just like that mean. type of that type of style, yeah. like the designs, like they're all meant to be super gross and weird looking. Well, I mean, because also they did again, they don't hold back on body horror, and like not in that game though. And the whole thing was like the necromorphs. It's kind of like a zombie outbreak, except like once you get infected, it is like you transform like in two seconds, and it's a 
brutal transformation. Yeah, like, I've seen it. It's like you explode. Your almost. neck like expands, and like you grow these extra arms and shit, and it's like. Yeah, it's it's not a fun time. It's not a fun time. No. Um, my thing that got me though, the segment at the end, because the, the whole thing where what's causing these uh, outbreaks is that there's these things, these like monoliths called markers, which I don't know what they do exactly, yeah. but they just cause it. Yeah. Um, and Isaac Clark has like some thing connected to the marker and whatever. So to extract that data, he's got get it from his brain. Yeah. And to do that, <laughs> he's got to stick a needle in his eye. I don't, did you get to that part of the game? I don't think I got to that part. Oh, it's rough because you have to control the needle going uh, into the eye. Dude. And his eye is like freaking out. And yeah, you're like, please just stand still. I need to get to the pupil. Please stand still. And if you fuck up, the thing just like jams into it. <laughs> and it's like... Uh. Yeah, Dead Space is brutal. They actually do that, too. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yes, you do that. They stick things in your eye. Yeah. If necessary. It's Cataracts. Like, yes, I'm saying. Ugh. Yeah, and well, you have to be awake for that. Have you, have you seen the laser eye surgery? I mean, not in real life. Oh, it's fucking wild, dude. I mean, I've I seen cataracts. I've, I've, That's the no, worst. I've seen, uh, so, like, they, I've seen, not to get sidetracked, <laughs> but just because it's interesting. It's so, kind of horror. It's kind of horror, yeah. <laughs> so, what they do is that they, they, they like, Take the first layer of your eye off. So I'm I'm not even I'm not <laughs> even shitting you. They cut the first layer of your eye off, and like they 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 go beep, 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 <laughs> with the lasers, right? And I'm like, what? The Are you fuck? awake during this? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and then like, and then they, they you kind of have to be so your eye, so you can be stationary and you can't move your eyes, right? So you have like they take it and then they just fold it back and it's just like the weirdest fucking thing ever okay cataract surgery same vein they because um, cataracts is like a cloud film yeah it's format. a cloud film over yeah so they make an incision they pull out the cloud film and then they like inject another one into the slit so there's a knee and you have to be awake so it's like a needle like in your eye and it's like uh yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh my god! It's and the developers of Dead Space are like, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> it's like, dude, the fuck's the like for the laser eye surgery? It's like you know, like the your iris, like that area. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, it's like that's what's folded, so it's just black. Like it's just like you know what I mean? It's just like, ah! <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's real scary. If you want yeah, to be real, scared, watch one of those surgeries, yeah, bro. <laughs> real life. Okay. Um, one of the interesting games that came out recently that I thought um, was uh, an interesting way to approach it was My Little Nightmares or My Oh or Little Nightmares Little Nightmares I'm sorry yeah. Little Nightmares. not My Little Pony <laughs> I know I ha- always have My Little Pony on the brain sorry <laughs> <laughs> No yeah Little Nightmares is interesting uh, We were talking about this earlier off before we started the podcast Yeah where you have games like Limbo Inside where you're basically like here is your child protagonist, and you have to explore this really fucked up world. It's like a yeah, and and lim- to give context, Limbo and Inside, and even uh, Little Nightmares, they're puzzle games. Yeah, you know, so you have to like, it's not like some uh, some of them are hard, but like you know, you have to like basically solve little interactions, and sometimes like you're being chased by something. Yeah, 
and things like that. But the difference, like, with my, uh, Little Nightmares versus the other two is, like, it's not on the scary side for the other two too much. It just seems kind of like it's, like, a, a noir kind of situation. Yeah. You know, where it can be kind of creepy. Yeah. Right? But Little Nightmares has, like, actual creepy, like, antagonists oh, and things like that. yeah. Like that weird big chef thing, you know? The big chef, the, like, guy of the extendo arm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in 2, we have, like, the teacher who's, like, neck yeah. fucking goes everywhere. I haven't even seen 2 yet. I haven't oh, watched two a playthrough. fucking creepy. I have to do it. I just haven't had the chance. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll do it tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's... Little Nightmares does a very excellent job because, like, you are playing, like, a tiny, tiny child. And she's creepy, too, kind of, because she's just, like, in a, in a raincoat and you don't really see her face. And it's, like, yeah. one of those things where it's, like, and, you're, like, you're surrounded weird. by these grotesque, almost monstrous adults. And everything is bigger than you. Oh, hell of a lot bigger than like, you. Like, a hell of a lot bigger than you. Yeah. Like, the beds are bigger than you. The, the, any, the surrounding environments are bigger than you. The yeah. antagonists are bigger than you. They make it. They make an emphasis that you're small. Yeah, very tiny. <laughs> and like the world itself is kind of like almost warped a little bit. Yeah, it's like very warped. Like where are we? Like you know, and like what is the purpose? And it's like interesting that you see that there is like a lore to it, kind of. Oh yeah. That you have to uncover, kind of on your own. Yeah. I think though, what the greatest, the coolest part about Little Nightmares. Oh, there's some spoilers here, but sure. The greatest part is that by the end, you are the monster. <laughs> Did you get to finish Little Nightmares? Um, the first one? Aren't there? Didn't she escape? She does escape. Yeah, but how is she the monster for that? So I'm not. I, maybe I, I'm forgetting. Okay. It's been so long. Here's a, 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 little, a little fresher here. Sure. So you remember those mushroom people? Yeah. There's so the, these little like gnome like peep mushroom heads yeah they're around your size and you're kind of like friends with them like you can hug them and yeah stuff and they help you out a little bit and a constant theme throughout little nightmares one is that like you also get hungry so like you have to go get like a snack once in a while and, yeah like, sometimes they'll help you like oh here's a piece of cheese and stuff and yeah whatever and you get to one point where your stomach's growling again like and you're like on the floor, like starving, starving. And this mushroom guy comes over and gives you a sausage, like a big ass sausage. And you're like, oh, mushroom guy. You're the best. You're the best. And you go to grab it. But six, is the name of the girl, grabs the mushroom guy instead and eats him. I don't remember that. Part. Yeah. She's like, and like chokes him out. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And. Because it does. The, they're just trying to put you back in bed, right? They're not going to kill you. Oh, it's implied they're going to. Is it going to kill you? Gonna, it's implied. It's implied they're going to eat you. Yeah. Or some, do something horrible to you. Yeah. It's, th- no, because you start on a cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true, right? Yeah. Um. So. By the end, you defeat the person who's running this whole thing. Yeah. And like. You absorb her soul. Okay. And as you're leaving, you're like walking down the main hallway. And like, do you remember that one part where it's like that giant cafeteria where everyone's like gorging themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're walking through that and people are trying to come and grab you and you're just killing all of them and eating all of their souls. No way, really? Yeah. I don't remember that part. Oh, I'll yeah. have to watch it again. I oh, it's so it. intense. And you're like, what the fuck? What are you, sis? Yeah, like, what are you? Yeah. And then, like, two episodes, um, Little Nightmares 2 comes, and that holds, adds a whole nother layer to the whole game. And both of them are, like, 
they're scary in the sense of why you're playing game by moment and like there's implications of things that are like horrible and like there's a commentary on stuff. Yeah, it's always life. a little commentary, yeah. A little like there's very much like a capitalist gluttony going Yeah, on. yeah. Underlying um, themes. Underlying themes. That's what makes them good. Um but I would say just play yourself. <laughs> yeah, just I mean that's a game that I feel like it's it's scary, but it's not like a, a, so scary that you, like, like it's not. I, a, I would pl- I would play it. Yeah, you know, and I'm a bitch boy when it comes to this horror games, so, <laughs> so I would definitely play it. So it's not too bad, but it definitely has its moments for sure. Yeah. All right. So, you know, there is a threshold. Of games that are scary. Mm-hmm. There are games where there are horror implications mm-hmm. and like scary, and then there's ones that are like jump scare. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then there are games where you play it, and there are scary moments. By the end, you just feel empty, like disturbed. You disturbed and just sad and. Kind of like, what did I just do? <laughs> like, yeah. Kind of like just depressed. At least so depressed after. Let's talk about the best horror game that's ever existed. Silent Hill 2. Okay. okay. All right. And I am not hyperbole. It is the best game. All right. Let's, let's, let's dive deeper into that. Why do you feel that way? So, for context. Sure. Silent Hill 2 came out in 2001. Yes. Right on the PlayStation 2. Yeah. So graphics wise a little dated. It's a, it's dated, yeah. But here is the thing. Okay. It's a little graphically old. The controls are jank and voice acting's kind of cringe. We're all we're off to a great start here. But everything works in favor of the game. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. It is Basically, I mean, I could dedicate a whole hour of talking to about Death this game. Silent Hill? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but I won't. I'm just gonna give you a run through. Really, the viewers quick. are like, "Thank God!" Yeah, because <laughs> it is absolutely perfect. Like the story, perfect. Yeah, the music, it, it, like music is kind of it's more just like horror ambience. Yeah, so with the, tones. The, the atmosphere. Yeah, but the, the ambience serves it really well. Okay, every single thing in this game has a connection to the themes of the game or some sort of symbology to the characters. Everything's pre-planned, essentially. Everything has been planned to the T. To the T. And, like, the cringy voice acting also works because it makes sense. All these people are fucked up somehow. Of course they don't know how to speak with one another. Yeah. And, oh, my God, it's like... Everything just works. You want to give us, like, a rundown of the story? Okay. So... Main story is, you are James Sutherland. Okay. Your wife is dead, but she left you a letter. Okay. She says, come find me. I'm in Silent Hill. Like, because the place we used to be, you know, I wanted to ever go to, and now I'm here. I'm waiting for So Silent Hill is, just to give context, it's a place. Silent Hill is a place. It's a town. Okay. Right? And... The gist is with Silent Hill, with all the games that take place in Silent Hill, obviously. Sure. Um, is that the town will feed on your fears, your guilt, whatever mental 
So if you're messed up, don't go there, essentially. Essentially. Um, And it will manifest your fears or your anxieties or whatever trauma you have into actual monsters. Okay. And it's like, and survive. Go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or confront your... Confront whatever guilt you're pestering up, right? Um, So he goes there to go find his wife. That's the main story. Okay. And along the way, you meet characters who sometimes are just people also trapped in Silent Hill who have just been found their way there. Sure. Others are just, you're not sure who they are. Okay. And you're not, cause like you meet this girl named Maria, who's kind of like a hooker. Okay. Yeah. And what's weird, her name is Maria. Your wife's name is Mary. She has the same face. Okay. And you're like, who are you? What? Yeah, like, mm. uh, yeah, like something's off here. Something's off here. Um, but again, like I was saying before, everything has a purpose. Okay. For down to the monster designs, okay. have a purpose. All right. So, I'm just gonna go for one character. Sure. Right. And I think probably the well, most well done character of the game. Her sure. name's Angela. Right. Okay. So you meet her in a graveyard, right? And you try talking to her, but she's kind of like mentally almost speaking to you like a child mm-hmm. sort of thing. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, like, it's a little, so you got, so you got some problems here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and you meet her again later and she's in this room with a giant mirror. And she's got a knife. Okay. And it's implied that she was trying to self-harm mm-hmm. herself. Okay. So you convince her to give you the knife so she doesn't kill herself. Sure. And you go a while without seeing her again until you get to one part when you're, like, deep into Silent Hill's fuckery. Sure. Because, um, like, the world geometry also changed depending on what Silent Hill does. It doesn't really stay strict with uh, okay. things that make sense. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So you're going down these like corridors and stuff and you're fighting these weird ass monsters where it looks like a bed frame. The monster does? Yeah. It looks like there's a bed frame and then there's like some mound of something that's covered in this like fleshy tarp and it's got legs and it's got a big mouth underneath uh. and it'll try to like tackle you and like, argh, argh. yeah. And you're like, you what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And you shoot them and stuff. And eventually you're going down the hallway and you're hearing daddy. No, no. And oof, oof yeah. Oof. <laughs> and it's Angela. You go to find her room. It's one of those monsters. Okay. And she's saying, Daddy, no. Okay, so I I get... Yeah, you get the implications here. Yeah. And you start looking at the monster design a little bit. Yeah. And you realize it's not a mound of flesh. It's two people under a tarp. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we can... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Basically, you find how her backstory yeah. is that her dad her dad and her brother S- abused her yeah. as a child. Mm-hmm. 
Essayed. A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually she killed them and ran to Silent Hill. Wow. And, like, because, like, her mom, like, said she deserved it and everything. It was just a bad, 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 bad. Thing. Okay. Like, no one Shitty else. Shitty home. Shitty home. So she ran to Silent Hill. And. Of all places to go. Yeah. Well, it attracts people. They force you to win. And what's the last time you see her is she's on a flaming staircase. Like you just enter a room and the whole room's on fire and she's on the staircase and on the wall is like the skin of her father, like hung up, like she killed him. And she like mistakens you for her mother. Oh God. At first. Yeah. And kind of given by a text, she's saying like, She's like, oh, I finally found you. Maybe now I can finally be at rest. And it's kind of implied like she was also trying to kill the mom too. Yeah. And then she realized it's James. Yeah. Good and guy, she's good guy like, James. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I, I, my mom was right. I, I, I deserve this. And it's like, no, no, you don't. And it's like, no, don't pity me. I, I don't need it. Or maybe. You think you can save me? Will you heal me of all my pain? Will you love me? Oh, Will you take crazy. care of me? That's why I fought. And it's like, because like, you kind of learn throughout the game, James is not the greatest guy either in the world. Okay, okay. And it's kind. it would be kind of, I think she knows. She kind of also figures out his deal too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I know you're not going to take care of me. You, can, you can't heal me, my problem. Stop trying to be a hero. And then it ends with like, James, give me back my knife. And he's like, no, I won't. Yeah. Saving it for yourself. I'm good guy, James. And he's like, are you saving it for yourself? He's like, me? I, I'd never kill myself. Yeah. And she starts going back up the staircase. And the final lines are like, he's like, it's fucking obvious. James like, sure, it's high as hell in here. Oh, my God. Being on fire. And she turns around. It's like, you see it, too. For me, it's always like this. And then the staircase erupts, and she goes up, and it's implied she dies in the fire. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like pain. Pain. <laughs> there's so much. There's so, like, there's that's just one of the character storylines. Yeah. Because the big thing with Silent Hill 2 is it plays on guilt. That's the big thing. Mm. Every character has to deal with guilt. Like something they did that they're, they're, they feel regret or guilt for. Well, it's different ways to interpret it, right? Okay. James is guilty of something that he's either denying to himself or he's repressed. Mm-hmm. Angela feels guilty because she thinks she deserved everything that's happened to her. Yeah. There's another character named Eddie who was ridiculed and bullied by everybody and then lashed out in aggression and like killed a dog and almost killed someone else and it ran us down hill. And he went the opposite way of like he stopped feeling guilt and now thinks it's okay to just kill anybody who insults uh, him. So now he's just like full blown. Full yeah. blown like, and then you have to fight him because he went cray cray. Yeah. Uh, so it's like kind of like you kind of embrace the hill or you have to like fight the hill. It's one or the other, right? I mean, the only way to really get out is you have to confront whatever. So spoilers, I guess. So you find out is that you actually killed your wife Mm. 
and like you were having all these very because she got sick. Okay. And you think you kind of interpret it, it was as like a, a mercy kill. Mercy kill, right? But like leading up to the sickness and all that stuff, like she was bedridden in the hospital. Yeah. So like James wasn't able in, to be intimate with her anymore. Infidelity, essentially. Well, kind of. Like he didn't really get to uh, infidelity, but like he wasn't able to be intimate. So like you start seeing all the monsters kind of reflect that of like they're all sexual in some way. Oh, uh, like his like his repressed like horniness. Like yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> right. Um, and then like conveniently, this lady named Maria who looks like your wife is a hooker. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Get it. Um, but like, and then the main I guess antagonist is Pyramid Head. Yeah. Which is a being who is purposely after James. Because he is the form of his punishment. Okay. And he is reflective of murder, right? Sure. He won't confront. He's not like, James will ne- refuses to like, oh, she died of the sickness and stuff. And it's like, no, he, you he, fucking yeah, murdered her. Like you killed her, yeah. Yeah, and it's only at the end. Because you can't kill Pyramid Head okay. throughout the entirety of the game. You can shoot him all you want. He's like, okay. <laughs> it's so just the giant. R- you have to run, essentially. You have to run. And he like, hounds you the entire game like he will stalk you and stuff and then at the end when you finally like uh acknowledge like what you've done you have your final boss fight of him and he kills himself oh pyramid head does yeah because he like you finally confronted your thing like, so he, yeah i'm done like my purpose yeah is, yeah exactly now here's the best part about sound hill too sure there are multiple endings Oh, really? Yes. So it's like, depends on what you do? Yes. Is there choices in the game? No. No? So here's the thing. It is not like a telltale thing where yeah. it's like, oh, I chose the Clementine safe route. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. whatever. So what Sound Hill 2 does is that there are endings determined based off what items you have and how you interact with characters and how you yourself act and how you interact with your own menu. Wait, really? <laughs> okay, so, like, w- one of the happier endings is called the leave ending, which where is... You a get sen- to go. You, well, to- you get to leave, first off, and you kind of move on. Like, you acknowledge the guilt you have. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I, I fucked up hard, like, yeah. I'm gonna try to be better type But, thing. like, you moved on. Yeah. That's one of the endings. There's another ending called In Water. Okay. Or the gist is you do not move on and can't move on. And you kill yourself by throwing, driving your car into the lake. Damn. Now, the way to get the ending is that you have to play as if James is suicidal. Okay. So what you do is if you get injured a lot, you don't heal. Okay, so you like can't heal yourself. You're like, just, I mean, you can, just... you can heal yourself, but like you don't heal. You get yourself into the red a lot. Yeah. And then if you go into your menu, you're constantly looking at that knife that Angela gave you. Yeah. And stuff like that, or and then like when you get to the flaming staircase, you yourself are trying to go up the staircase. Okay, so, so it'll see your actions and then it'll it'll generate from there. That's yep. crazy. It's. Fantastic. That is that is kind of cool that it does that. I just think this is a game from two thousand one. Yeah, like, right. That's like and that's super interesting too because like most of the time like 
it's based off of your decisions, you know, and how yeah, you it's like a very it. obvious like, like even in the like for The Witcher, right? There's four endings for The Witcher, and it's all dependent on how you speak to Siri, right? And like in her in her troubled times, so like there's certain there's like four moments where you have to choose certain like things that you say to her, yeah, to get the certain ending. So that's like okay, it's cool because you have to choose which one. You don't know which one you're gonna get until the end, right? Yeah, unless you look it up, but that's stupid, you know. Yeah, yeah. But for this game, it's really dependent on how you play, so it's yes. it's really cool. Yeah, is I dig that. It's fantastic. And like it also kind of does the thing where we were talking about like game files change except there will be menu items. Okay. So like that letter you get from your wife is not real. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so really. as you're going through the game and beating through bosses, it starts out as a letter, then it starts as a blank piece of paper, then goes to an envelope, and then just becomes nothing. Oh my god, really? <laughs> and you're like fuck (laughs) yeah it's i mean i could splooge on this game again for hours yeah and get into the nitty-gritty but like it is hands down an amazing title and like it's not like i said it's not like jump scare horror horror it's kind of just like a psychological horror where it kind of just the dread and like just seeps in you and like the implication like this there's so much weird shit in this game that doesn't exactly have an explanation. Yeah. There's a one part you're entering this bar. There's writing on a wall that says there was a hole here. It's gone now. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Is, like, what the like, fuck? Thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was my favorite one is, I mean, it, it's kind of because it's made by a Japanese team. All right. Yeah. And there's just sometimes things in this that are just Funny-ish, but also kind it's of like, fucked. It's like kind of like culture-based, maybe. Yeah, like you literally, there's a, entering this one part, there's a staircase, and it literally says, to hell of an arrow going down. Damn. You're like, <laughs> fuck, here we go. Gotta go down. <laughs> Gotta go down. Good, um, good guy James on the case. He's not a good guy. <laughs> Me? I'd never kill myself. Yeah. That's right. my favorite, though, that line, because someone broke it down, and it's like, Depending on how you emphasize the letters, yeah, of the na- of that sentence, uh, it it kind of implies a different meaning. What you're saying, like, I'd never kill myself, but I know people who have. I'd never kill myself, but I might kill somebody else. Uh, I mean, it's implications here. Yeah. But maybe it will eventually, and y- I'd yeah. never kill myself by maybe self harm, and I would never kill myself. I might kill others or in this case that's the line read he emphasized yeah. myself but he's killed his wife Arrgh! oh <laughs> it's yeah. layers everywhere <laughs> I love it it's so good yeah Silent Hill sounds good man. there's movies too aren't there alright alright that's for next episode right, next episode <laughs> next episode be prepared yeah when we get the movie stuff yeah <laughs> I'll bring that up but um no what a one one amazing title so now, we're we moving on to the the grand, the big daddy, the big daddy, the big daddy of all daddies. Let's talk about the descendant. Oh, we don't have a thing. All right, <laughs> we know what it looks like. P T P T. Let's give a little context. Dun, dun, dun. What is P T? P T is a demo by the developers. Silent Hill. So, here's the thing. 
when PG dropped, PG, PT, <laughs> PT, sorry, when PT dropped, what was it, five years ago now? Has to be more than that. I feel like five, six years. Sure. No one knew what it was because mm. it was just playable teaser. Yeah. With a picture of a log <laughs> in the woods. And Norman Reese was in. It. I mean, you didn't even know that. No one knew anything. It was like yeah. some studio, like 770S studio, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck is this studio? Who are you? Yeah. And it just released. And then people played it. It's got like... Oh, <laughs> my God. Scary as shit. Hands... I mean, I would say Silent Hill 2, best horror game ever, because it's a complete package. PT, best demo. <laughs> PT is the best horror experience of a game has ever presented. Yeah, it's freaking crazy, man. It's really scary. Right now, you're listening to the ambience of the game. Ooh, I like that. Nice. All right. <laughs> and here's the gist. Yeah. The whole demo is you're in a house. Yes. And you go down this L-shaped hallway. Mm-hmm. And you go through the door. And then find out it's looping yeah and every time you're looping it changes a little something changes yeah either, either something's added or something's removed something's removed <laughs> or you hear something new yeah or something appears yeah yeah pick up the phone pick up the phone you gotta gouge it out yeah it's so also first off it's running on I think the Fox engine or something that was unreal I don't know. It, whatever it was, them graphics are crispy. Yeah, it was very nice for the for the time period. Not that it's like really late or anything, but still, like even for the time at the, at that time, it was very. It like, was very very pretty, detailed, and oh my god, lighting was crazy. Yeah, and when I, say, I don't mean pretty like it was like aesthetic looking. It was just like one of those things. I mean, if you like rundown houses, <laughs> yeah, it just looked very detailed. It was very crisp graphics. So. What made it so spooky? First off, the innate nature of an L car, L shaped corridor. Well, I think like, all right, for, just before you get in, okay. like in that for the L's, for the corner for like the fact that like that it's looping, mm. I think it's like it gives a horror aspect because it's like it's almost like never ending. Yes, you know, so you're like it's almost like when you, you see those movies where like you're running down a hallway and the hallway is just forever elongating yeah you know and it's like oh I can, I can never get out you know that's the type mm-hmm. of thing that you get I think from it too from like the very jump yeah but continue I didn't mean to so you. yeah I mean I definitely agree with what you're saying um the L-shaped corridor within itself is hard because you have one straight path and then you sharply turn right and go forward to the other door and then you go down some staircase so it loops yeah for that first part, you cannot see what's around that corner. So anything could be there. Yeah, and it, that's the thing, right? Like, and you you never know, right? So yeah. you're always like, <laughs> like peeking through I, the corners. Because you hear some, because like a, there's a radio that sometimes plays. Yeah. And you hear like a backstory of like this man came home, killed his wife, killed his daughter, killed the son. Yeah. For no, apparently no reason. Yeah. And. This is like a police report, and like they found him in his car, like just muttering numbers. Yeah. And you're like, you're in a house that has basically nobody in it. Yeah. And it happens to be a blood in the bathroom, which is a little weird. Yeah. It's also a baby in the bathroom. Yeah, we will get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
your first encounter is there's this ghost lady who kind of just appears. Yeah. Well, again, we're talking about the L corridor thing. Yeah. Like you just turn around a corner and she's just standing there. Looking uh, all creepy and shit. Like, yeah. Uh, hi. It's like, hey. 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 Come here often? Yeah. <laughs> and then you try going towards her. Everything goes dark. And you walk past and then the lights turn back on. She's like, I remember that. That's so scary. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. You, you loop a couple of times. Get this one part because you get a flashlight. Yeah. And then the room lights start turning off because why do you need room lights? You have a flashlight now. Yeah. And the radio starts playing again. And you hear, don't trust the tap water. And you're like, oh, okay. I wasn't thirsty. Yeah. And you're like walking around and you hear, look behind you. Which is like, oh. I said, oh, I'm chills. look I'm behind chills. you. And you're like, Aah. yeah, I don't want to look behind me. I don't want to look behind me. <laughs> if you do look behind you, get ready to be fucking spooked. Because you get a death animation where there's no pop- there's no circumstance. You just turn around and you're, and then you just see her face above you and just choking you out. Just yeah. and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and her yeah. face is all up in yours and then just and you fall to the floor and then your like body starts rummaging and you and she's it's implied that she's like eating you. Yeah. And you're like, oh. uh, <laughs> But that's not the scariest part. So I don't know how much you know about PT. Um, I've seen a few playthroughs. I no, I'm asking how much you know about PT. Oh, like, like, like the the lore of PT, the like, game itself, like the, the story in the game. No, the game itself and how it works. No. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I do. I don't know. I'm not sure. So <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> so don't look behind you, right? Yeah. You look behind, she gets you. Yeah. You can just continue though, can't you? Yo, you can. Yes, yeah. you can restart. It's fine. Here's the thing, though. You remember the mirror in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. So there are parts in the game where, where you're hearing ambience right now. It will sometimes ramp up a lot. Yeah. And then just kind of like, and go back to normal ambience. Yeah. If you look in the mirror. When it's like hyped up. When it's hyped up, you will see her vibrating behind you, coming closer and oh closer. Oh, God. I didn't know that. Here's also the thing. She's always behind you. Wait, really? Because you can turn Always. Around. Oh, if you turn around, she's not always there. I said always behind you. All right, Michael, damn. <laughs> like, turning model, she's just behind you. Damn. The entire the time. Because someone time? someone broke, like, um, went into, like, the development engine sort yeah, of thing, and zoomed the out the camera. Yeah. And you can see her always behind you. That's crazy. I did not know that. It is horrible. <laughs> That's crazy. sometimes you just hear noises. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, uh, you're like, oh, ambience is enough. No, because she's right behind you. That's like a new layer. That's worse, right? That That's horrible. Like whole, <laughs> it's like a whole new layer to it. But let's let's get to what you are saying before. So eventually, you find there is a eraser head style baby. <laughs> eraser head. It is. Oh, I know what you mean. Like it's shaped like an eraser. Well, yeah. basically, like the movie eraser. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like it's 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 got pretty, no eyes. It's, it's like a 
it's like a, a malformed fetus. It's like a pretty much a fetus that's like underdeveloped. It's really weird, and it's like crying in in the to- in the sink. Yeah, and you pick it up, don't you? No, you don't pick it up. Okay. It's always in the sink. I forget. Yeah, it's been so long since. That I've also because the first time you see it, like you're in the bathroom and the door closes, and then you hear like. Well, that's the creepy thing, right? Because some of the, sometimes you're walking through the game, and then some doors will just close on you. Yeah, and you're like, uh. Also, what's creepy sometimes is that when you're trying to, you know how you like, because we say it's been looping, you know. Yeah. So you, you always go through the hallway, and then there's an up, there's a stair, there's a stairwell going down, and you end up in the same room where you started, where you open the door again, you end up. But sometimes yeah. it's locked. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I gotta turn back now. I gotta figure <laughs> out what what's the key to open the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Those speaking, what you were saying, everything changes. One part that got me because how the house is layered is like there's the L-shaped corridor. And then near the end of the second segment, you're in this kind of like front door lobby thing. Yeah. And there's like a chandelier dangling. Yeah. And there's like a second stair railing above you. You can't access it. Mm-mm. And then there's a the downstairs. Yeah. At one point, you're walking through and one of the window panes falls and shatters on the floor. I remember that, yeah. And you're like, fuck, that's crazy. That was, yeah, yeah. Did you ever try looking up? Mm-mm. No railing. No way, really. She's on the railing. So you, she's there often. I didn't she's even know. Everywhere. Talk, I didn't really know she was there that That's much. That's the scary part. She's everywhere. That's crazy. Sometimes you walk down the first segment and see the windows outside. She's just vibrating outside and outside? she'll disappear. What yeah. the hell? Oh my god, it's terrifying. Like <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um back to Dude, our I got chills already. I don't want I don't wanna I don't wanna play this game anymore. Back to <laughs> going back to Norman Fetus. <laughs> yeah, right. Um Baby's already creepy as stuff. It's like malformed. And like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it cries and shit. Then there's this like a weird segment of the game where the hallway extends and folds in on itself. And like you're super fast for some reason. Yeah. And you have to find a people that goes into the bathroom. And yeah. you have to look inside and you hear someone getting murdered in there. It's not fun. <laughs> and then you go in to the bathroom. There's no body, but there's the baby again. Mm-hmm. And then it talks to you, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you got fired, so you drowned your sorrows in booze. Your wife had to work, and as a cat register, and no reason she could, got hired is because the manager, how she looked in the skirt. Yeah. You remember, right? Exactly. Ten months back. And you're like, oh, maybe we're, science, we're seeing some motivations of why the guy murdered his wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the endish part of the game where you where shit just do, goes off the rails. You gotta dude. do some bullshit puzzles. <laughs> yeah, you do have to do some bullshit puzzles. You have to find you have to find pieces of paper, right? You gotta find pieces of a photo. You have to like get text from one wall to another. Yeah. So it basically says, um, I'm like I'm going to hell or whatever. Yeah. And then you have to like do some cocky many bullshit to get the a baby to laugh. All the meanwhile, be careful not to turn behind you because she's gonna get your ass. Yeah. And then the phone rings. Oh, I hate the phone, dude. I hate the phone. <laughs> and the front door finally opens. And you walk out and the big reveal. It's you're playing as Norman Reedus? That's what I'm saying. And you're right? like, what? Who is this game developer? Yeah. And then, title drops, Silent Hills, and everyone's 
everyone just shot their load of like, <laughs> oh my god, Silent Hills. Yeah, is it gonna be like this? Holy shit! Yeah, and then it gets canceled. And then it got canceled. And then and now PT. And is, then it got canceled. Yeah, and, <laughs> and now PT is. Uh, so, is here's the sucky, relinquished. Here's the sucky thing. Not only is it canceled, Konami went out of its way of like, we're going to have an update sent out to the game to make it not function anymore. And it's only on PS4. Yeah. So now the only way to play it is you have to one, have a PS4 that has PT on it that has not been Been updated. updated. Yeah. That's it. People sell PS4s with PT on it and it goes for an exuberant amount of money. Yeah. Because it's like a rare commodity now. Yeah. Which really sucks because... It was fucking amazing. I yeah, mean, you, I you heard us gushing about it. <laughs> I don't know why it got canceled, man. Konami getting all finicky with Kojima. That's what it is. That's what it was, right? Yep. And then they went this whole cocky man bullshit of like, we don't want to make games anymore. We want to make pachinkos. Ah! <laughs> but we're going to use all of our IPs. You guys wanted a remake of Metal Gear Solid Free? <laughs> Pachinko. You want a new Silent Hill game? Pachinko. Yeah. Doesn't that isn't that what you wanted? Ugh. Yeah, dude, that sucks. I mean, not only you could like what you're gonna play a Silent Hill game that I don't know has Norman Reedus in it, and I don't know is um co-written by Guillermo del Toro and Jun- Junji Ito. You mean who dude, would want that game? What a banger, man! What a banger! What could have been? We need we need the we need the Konami cut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just we need to get the Snyder fans on on the bandwagon so they can they can petition. I mean, there's no cut. It was never made. I know, I know. Uh, we just need because now that Kojima's free of Konami, now they just got Death Stranding. I mean, we had Death Stranding, but that was not that's not PT. It's a walking simulator. It's a walking simulator. <laughs> Listen, I mean, technically PT was a walking simulator, but it had more to it had but more it was than spooky. that. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Kojima. Get your boys. Call it, call it Quiet Valley or something, <laughs> right? Hills of Silence. Hills of Silence, <laughs> right? And just do it. Just make this game, <laughs> please. Just make PT. Just make the full version. Yeah, because now we just have this memorial. I know we have this this legend, this myth. Yeah, that's what. Okay, twenty years from now. Kids, let me tell you about a game I used to play called PT. I never even got to play. I just saw it. <laughs> I, I was too scared to play it myself. I actually, this is one of the very few games slash pieces of media that actually got me nightmares. I literally had a nightmare of Lisa, the ghost lady. Yeah. I don't remember what the context was. I just remember she's talking and then the voice gets lower and just says, and kill the son of a bitch. And then I just fear her gnawing on my neck. No. That was, the, I was like, all right, PT got me. That was Dude, the- I'm going to have nightmares tonight and I blame you. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, I don't, I'm kidding. I don't have nightmares really about that kind of stuff. That's like, what I do is usually when I watch something scary, I'll watch something the, like the, the con that contrast that, you know, like <laughs> yeah. to the utmost degree. So that way at least I go to sleep, not like with that in my brain. Because then, you know, because if it's on your mind, then you're definitely going to feel, you know, you might do oh, yeah, about yeah. it. So, overall. But, yeah, PT is, uh, I think, the pinnacle of... Uh, horror. Yeah. 
for games at least. Yeah, that was one of the best experiences ever. Even yeah. though I did play. Yeah, but. even though I didn't play. <laughs> I vicariously experienced. I, yeah, yeah. There's somebody else who was braver than me. Yeah. <laughs> um so let's quickly just go through some of these last few ones. Um so Resident Evil Seven. Yes. Now I was hesitant to put Resident Evil games on here. Mm-hmm. Because they're similar to the Silent Hill of its survival horror, and you are able to defend yourself. Yes. To a degree. The only thing is, with the Resident Evil series, is that it kind of became more action-oriented. Yeah. It lost its horror elements. It lost its horror elements, especially with, like, you get into fives and six, where it's like you're you're Chris Redfield punching boulders. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's like, this is not scary. This is kind of stupid now. Yeah. Um, A little too comic-y. And then, lo and behold, Resident Evil 7 that was comes the, out. That was a game changer, for sure, on the series. Yeah. So it made people, like, excited for it again. It did, because what was a big thing was, like, one, it was first person. Which was, like, a first. Yeah, because everything else was either... It's, like, bird's eye almost, right? Bird's eye or, like, over the shoulder. Yeah. And this one comes out, and one of the graphics, big update, and they're also, like... It's going back to like the horror route. Yeah. Of like you are a guy trapped on a crazy farm. And you have no weapons whatsoever. And you have no, well, at the moment you start off with no weapons. Well, yeah, yeah, until the end. But you got my, but the, but the majority of the game, at least the most intense parts, you're, you're weaponless essentially. Or the weapons are useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like you're on this farm where everyone has had a bite of the crazy hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like hillbilly hard. It's like almost Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. right? And I'm gonna kill you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, he did eat the Philly. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, be- that one beginning sequence when you're tied to the chair yeah. and they're trying to feed you shit. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. And yeah. Margaret, the wife, is like, yeah, idiot. It's like, shut the fuck up, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like trying to like cut open your mouth to eat. Oh. Anybody who has no idea what we're talking about is gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's it's hillbilly horror. That's what it is. It's Duck Dynasty horror. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Trailer Park Bro. <laughs> what is it, Trailer Park Boys? But the scary. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, because Resident Evil has a certain amount of campiness to it. Yeah, and it doesn't lose that. It still has that like fucking one of the boss fights with um. The father is <laughs> you're in a garage and at any point either you or him can enter the functional car and you're like either dodging him trying to run you over or you're in the car with him and you're like both fighting the wheel. Yeah. It's like, let's go on a ride, son. Yeah. <laughs> Smashing a wall and yeah. shit. Um But there is still horror aspects. Well, you have to like hide and run. Hide and like some of those People are just really creepy. Mm-hmm. The wife is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. She's all she's like a bug lady. Yeah, it's like oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, oh and there's God. like one segment where it's just basically saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't know, if, like I from playthroughs I've seen, I wasn't like scared, scared. No, but I think again, it goes back to the chase, right? Yeah, the chase is what gets it. Cause yeah. you're in this house, you also feel like helpless because you you don't really have a lot to work with. No. No. So it's kind of like, wow, it's either A, I somehow make it out of this, or B, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Because sometimes, like, 
you are just going down a hallway and then the wall busts through and there's the father mm-hmm. who's like, where are you going, son? And you're like, oh, no. It's like, uh, <laughs> anywhere where you're not, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And, it, I mean, it, it was a really fantastic game. It was yeah, great. And yeah. it had the right amount of scariness. Also, it had VR. Yeah. That, that like, that like brought a whole extra layer to... It had VR, and it also had, like, DLC side stories, mm-hmm. which kind of were just as terrifying. I mean, some of them were stupidly funny, but, like, like one of them is, like, dinner with Margaret, and you basically, you are a, just a random other victim who's tied to a chair, and it's, you have to find your way to escape without her realizing that you're trying to escape. So, like, you are tied to the chair, you're unlocking yourself, you're solving puzzles in the room, and then you will hear her, like, coming back. And so, you, you have to reset everything again and get back in your chair. And she'll come in and be like, oh, I got my your Newton. Wait a minute. Something's different. Yeah. And if she catches your mistake, she kills you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, stressful. It's like, did I put everything back? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, did I do everything right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Resident Evil 7 was definitely was a, a good was one. was a good one, yeah, yeah. for sure. RE8 kind of followed that a little bit, but it just didn't have... It didn't have the same pizzazz. I mean, it was definitely fun, but I don't think it was just like... I mean, there were some parts, I think, that were kind of like creepy and stuff. Oh, like, fucking dollhouse. Or like, yeah, or like when you were like um, in the big lady... I forget her name. The mom's house. Lady Dermatress. Yeah, and you're like, you're like in a corner. First of all, I don't know how she didn't see you, but you're like literally on at her window. Oh, and she's yeah. she's like right there. I'm like, bro, like you're literally just like... <laughs> how does she not see you? I don't know. But then you go in there and because she, she left and then she just comes in and she, you're like... And just uh, choke slams you for the hey, floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, nine foot tall vampire dummy mommy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like the in re eight, um, the scene where like you, you can't really win. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm. one of the first opening scenes. Oh, it's like, a wolf. Well, like a herd. It, thing? Yeah, where there's like a shit ton of them, and yeah. you're kind of like just trying to like. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know that meme, like, where the dog's on, like, yeah. in a house with fire? <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much, that was a little intense, because they're, they're literally everywhere. Yeah. And, like, you don't really know that you can't win, so yeah. you're trying to kill them all, but there's, like, so many of them. Right. And you're just like, what in the absolute hell am I doing here? That game, because it's funny, this is why I'm, like, hesitant with Ari beyond, like, the horror Voice thing. acting's a little weak in that game, too. It's okay. Like, Mia, I hate Oh yeah, I'm like, I hate her so much. Not many people like, even her. though it's not really her anyway. Yeah, but w- whatever. Um, but like, it gets hard to just stay in horror because if you do a new game, you have access to like the ability to unlock new weapons. Yeah. So like, you unlock like Chris Redfield's loadout, which is basically like these like submachine guns things. I remember because he plays them for a little while. Yeah, yeah. and you can fucking breeze with that opening her segment. <laughs> just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you get too buff, and then it's yeah. like ends up being like, all right, well, I'm too OP for you now. There's this one video of a Doom player playing RE, so it has like the crazy FOV, like scaled up all the way. Yeah. And he's got like unlimited ammo, and he's just destroying bosses. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I've seen, so yeah, I've seen people kind of, you know, bullet through some of those people if they have the right artillery. Yeah. All right. Um, before we uh, wrap up soon, I have two things to talk about. Sure. One, I need to talk about disappointment. <laughs> okay. 
this is going to be quick. I briefly mentioned this on a different podcast. So there's a game called Vapor. Yes. Right. And when it first was out on like Steam or whatever, it was an indie title shirt, but fuck, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Because it was kind of like Slender in the sense of like, go collect the items and bring them back to a certain place. Sure. And there's these like ghost things following you. The issue is the closer to get to you, your screen starts distorting and like showing you flashing images and just has the ghost screaming at you. And it's kind of like a semi realistic mist face thing. Yeah. It's just like, ah, ah, just screaming at you. You're <laughs> okay. like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Let me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let me see if I can find yeah, like an image of it or something. Yeah. Like, like these are kind of like one of them. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, I guess I, if, that, if I wasn't expecting it, that would spook me for sure. Yeah. And Ew, that one's kind of creepy. Yeah, there's like different ones. There's different ones and like they're moving, you know, it's not that there's a still image. They're like, ah! Yeah, And yeah, you're yeah. like, oh my God, oh my God. I want to go home. <laughs> so when that first came out, you're just like, shit, dog, this has potential to be really great. Yeah. Then it updates and they add background music and okay. it's like, it's like, it sounds like something you would get on those like Halloween CDs of like spooky songs to play, yeah, to yeah. Get the ambience. Yeah. And I'm like, this feels like a haunted hay ride like mm-hmm. thing. For yeah. Like, like, it's not scary. Yeah. And then also now you can blast energy things at these like smaller enemies, not the ghosts, but like these. Smaller things, and you're like, sure, okay. And then it was kind of silent for a while. I didn't really pay attention. I came back because I just like, oh, I remember that game. That was really creepy. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like the same game anymore. No. Doesn't it's complete. The ghost thing's gone. No way, really. Yeah. And it's just like a shooter thing. Oh my god. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? They sold out. (laughs) I was no, I even sold out. It's like you just. You had a different idea, I guess. Like, yeah, you just like switched up the game, and you made generic. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what you had originally was so cool, and I mean, yeah, sure, it was kind of like slender and stuff, but like, it was scary. Yeah, it was, it which is like anxiety. It's like the point, right? Yeah, is for it to be scary, and we don't want anything that's just you know. Sh- we have enough shooters, all right. Like, listen, you're already basically using like Unreal a- or Unity engine assets. Yeah, like. So it was already like, mm, like I'm like, your graphics is not the thing being your first foot forward. That's yeah, strong. it's like the gameplay and the story. It's, it's a gameplay it's, it's gonna, and the spooky jump face, right? And now you have none of that. So what do you have now? You have particle effects. Good job. <laughs> I guess that's it. Oh my God, it fucking annoys me to no end. <laughs> you wake, you stay up at night, like just thinking about it, just being like, Failed potential <laughs> is what I call that. All right. Let's get to our last stuff. Let's Word. give to our honorable shout outs. All right. Yeah. Because these are weird because they're not exactly. Well, this case is not exactly a horror game, but it's kind of a horror game. <laughs> it doesn't really look like it. No. I know. Hi. Welcome to Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. I mean, it's scary because this is a game in general. <laughs> That's what's scaring <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> so it's a dating sim. Yeah. Right. And you're entering the literature club. Maybe that's maybe that's creepy because you have to be kind of creepy to play a dating sim. Well, so. no. You don't think so? Well, 
Yes, but if it's not for YouTube content, what are you doing? <laughs> it's you, not. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the gist is though, that because you go into Steam where this game and there's like a whole trailer. It's like, oh, meet these cute girls and the yeah. thing. Except you're looking at the tags and it says psychological thriller, and you're like, mm-hmm. hmm. And then the game opens up and it's like, warning: there might be disturbing images and uh, heavy topic matter. That's in it. Fuck, and really? you're like. <laughs> okay. So, what are they all yandere's? Mm, one of them is on yandere. <laughs> okay, okay. The gist is that there are there's one the character named Monica, right, who is aware that it's a dating sim. Oh, she's like cognizant. It's yes. like breaking the fourth wall. Yes, That's super meta. And she okay. manipulates the game. Okay. So it's kind of like I'm scared where the files change and stuff. Oh, okay. Same idea. And like you go, you play for the first one of the game and your childhood friend, you find out has severe depression and stuff and she kills herself. It's always fun. And you're like, how, like, did I fuck up the route somehow? Yeah. Like, like, where did I go wrong? Yeah. Type thing. And then you restart the game and she's gone. She's She's disappeared. Her game character file is gone. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. And then you play again, and it's just no character. Sayori is gone. Goodbye. And you're like, what the fuck? And you see the game like slowly breaking a little bit. Of, yeah. like There's glitches happening, and the characters' personalities get like cranked up to 11. Okay, so they all become a little, yeah. a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Yeah. Okay. And it kind of devolves from there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Of like things get creepy, and like characters are like, is it like so? Like it only leaves Monica in the end. Is that kind of like yeah. the premise? Yeah, okay. and it, like she literally like re- deletes all the other assets of the game, so it's just you and her in a room, and you can talk to her. And oh the God. only way to beat the game is you have to actually go into the game files and delete her character file. No way! Yeah. What the yeah. fuck, dude? It's crazy. So that's the only way to beat the game. So yep. when you if you do that, what does it say? Well, she glitches out and she's like, why are you doing this and stuff? And like, oh, I hated you. You're always just, like, you're just hurtful and you did this to everyone. And then yeah. she kind of like realizes that she made a mistake and it's like. Oh, has like a moment of clarity. Yeah. So then moments. she restores the game, but herself is not included. Oh, crazy. So you just play the game again, but this time. Well, no, I mean, then it actually has an ending. Okay. Um, where either, it's either. You see the a healthy literature club where everyone's friends. Yeah. Or you see that your childhood friend has now assumed the role of Monica. Oh my and god. And no. she's in control so of the now game. She's in control of the game. So then Monica comes back in and just deletes the entire game. And oh it's my. like there's no happiness to be here. We have to just stop this. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. It's fantastic. That's, that's and like it just recently got like an extended edition. So oh, that's kinda interesting. That makes it seem a little bit better. Yeah. Um, still dating soon. It's still dating soon. <laughs> uh, but at least there's some more intricacies, intricacies to this. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you don't get with anyone. <laughs> that's no. But then that's some bullshit right there. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Who gives a shit? But that's, uh, <laughs> that's fucking funny. The other one I want to briefly talk about is a studio called Red Candle Games. Okay. They've made two games. One is Detention and one is Devotion. Okay. Uh, Detention is a 2D S game because these are developers from Thailand, I believe, and there's a lot of like societal things within there. Okay, <laughs> like a lot of commentary on that underlying themes. Yeah, and first this, the detention fucking creepy as shit, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, let me see if we can find sure. some images. That you can get, like, first off, very pretty. Also, yeah, it looks it looks good for sure. But it's like a two D esque thing. I like the aesthetics though. Yeah, very creepy. Kind of. It does have like a very like it has like kind of like a block like not the environments but the characters kind of have like a almost like a an uh, paper mache like, like yeah like an origami type like folded design you know what I mean like yeah. like very very sh- uh, a lot of shapes you can and you can see them yeah um, the other game devotion I think what it's about is someone who you're playing like a household yeah that's extremely devoted to either a religion or some thing yeah and i guess you're just exploring now i say i think because the issue is in devotion there was a image mentioning winnie the pooh what the fuck really yes and guess who hates Winnie the Pooh? The character, main character? China. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. They don't like Winnie the Pooh? Nope, he's banned. What the fuck? Why? Because um, people were making fun of Jinping. Oh, we're saying like he looked like pri- Winnie the, the Pooh. Prime Minister? Yep. <laughs> so Winnie the Pooh got banned. <laughs> oh my God, what a pussy. Dude. Here's the issue, though. Now, this game... They, the Chinese government interfered. Sure, as they do. And pressured Steam to remove the game. No way, really? Yep. Well, we all succumbed to China, apparently, so. So, <laughs> I think now, what the, hell? the only way to get this game is go on the actual developer's website. Yeah. And that's a recent development, because for a while, it was just not available. Like Limbo type place. That's crazy, really? Yeah. All because of a Winnie the Pooh yep. thing? And they even removed it, and they're still like, no. Just because you did it in the first yeah. place? Yeah. That's crazy. Fuck China. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're such assholes. That's crazy, man. Uh, dude, come on. I know. How insecure do you have to be, the fact that people are making fun of you, like you look like Winnie the Pooh, and so you ban Winnie the Pooh? Yep. That's so, that's so petty. Yep. It's like, dude, just take it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's uh, that's funny as hell, dude. That's you. You have a small PP. If you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much. That's pretty much what that tells me is that your dick is extremely oh small. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, well, on on China's prime minister's small PP. Uh, on that note, I mean, just before <laughs> before we wrap up, I just sure. want to ask you. Sure. Because we a lot of the games we've mentioned here today are indie games. are indie games. Yeah. Why do you think the AAA companies have such a hard time making a scary game? Um, I don't think it's. I think it's because corporate is involved. Mm. I I don't I don't think that they don't have talented developers that can make a crazy good horror game. I think it's just corporate. Like, oh, this is too much, or oh, this won't sell, or oh. This is disturbing, and we want this in multiple countries. Oh, this is banned here. Oh, this. It's just, like, outliers. And, like, it's all about money to them. When you have an indie developer or developers, rather, they're trying to make an... It's, like, almost like how musicians are. Like, Mm -hmm. once you get famous, your music typically gets... Everyone's... How many times have you heard all their old stuff before they blew up with so much better? Well, they get, like, veered into, like, pop... 
Well, not even just that. It's that they try harder. It's like you get you get motivated. It's like before you're motivated because you love the music and that you enjoy it. Or yeah. like same thing with game. You enjoy the game. You're trying to make a name for yourself. You want to make a statement. You have motivations. You have goals, right? But once you reach the pinnacle, it's like, well, now what? You know what I mean? You yeah. have to find a new pinnacle for yourself. And it's kind of difficult when money is involved because it, it all revolves around the money in the end. It's no longer about the creation. Yeah, I mean... Like, I mean, look at Agony. Like, that game sucks. <laughs> I don't think that's corporate's fault, though. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> yeah, Good, I, was, I don't think that was a AAA title. Was, was it? it not? Maybe I'm bullshitting then. I don't know. But um, in that regard, but... I always think it's like um, too many chefs in the kitchen. Like too many people in, in one basket trying to make something? Yeah, because like a lot of these indie titles are made by very small teams or, or just, just one like person. One individual, yeah. And like they... Yeah. There's this game called Never Ending Nightmares mm-hmm. where it's made by one guy and it's him just venting all of his depression, his insomnia, and like into one that game. game. And, and then it, like, it, it's, it, it hits hard. Like, you get it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you that doesn't really translate when you have like a like company. You think it's like more personal? Yeah. And I feel like there's like a more willing to go. The extra mile. The extra mile. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, that's why, like, AAA is all motivated by money. At least currently. They don't give a fuck about the consumer. They just want it to sell. Yeah. So it's like, they don't, they just, they don't care about the project. I think that's like, and it's not to say the developers don't, but it's like when, when, uh, you know, for, for horror games, it's like, it's, it's also like, I think a matter of like, they're not creative because they're, they don't like to take risks, risks, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like with indie developers, they have nothing to lose. Right. So it's like, let's just go balls deep. Right. Yeah. But with, with companies, they have everything to lose. So they always want to choose like the safest option. It's like yeah. very rare that you're going to find someone that like, thinks outside the box. Yeah. Cause they're afraid. They're like, all right, well we've seen this work. So let's just do something like this as opposed to, you know, it happens in movies all the time too. It's like, uh, you have a composer who makes an original score for a movie and then the director, whoever is involved will be like, no, 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 we want it to be more like, oh, like, like put Led Zeppelin here or, or something, you know, like something like Can that. Can you copy this other score? <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, you saw, this one in Avengers. Let's just use the same one, but yeah. we'll make it a minor instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like it's just like that type of thing. It's just they, I don't know. They just want what's what's secular. They don't really care about breaking any any borders or you know or, or opening the door for something new and things yeah. like that. It's very rare unless you have like a small team. Um, I agree with you with the pot thing. Like you know, there's a lot of people going on. You know, like in one in I one mean, project. Not to say that AAA has not made like go back to Silent Hill. That's made like Konami. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not that they can't. I mean, Konami and like Kojima are like known for that though. Well, no. it mean. Back, it was Team Silent back in the day. Mm. There was no Kojima was not involved in that. Okay, Kojima was only involved in Silent Hills. Okay, so even that, still, but even yeah, but still, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those things where they don't even really try to make one either. Though now it's yeah. like it's like something that's. Kind of, you think horror games is a dying breed that only indie people have an interest in doing? Because like, when was the last time like a AAA company besides like what Death Stranding? Do you can even consider that a horror game? You have horror survival. Like what? Like Resident Evil. That's oh, horror survival, right? I guess. I guess like yeah. it's horror, but you have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying. Th- I mean, there was Blair Witch, but I didn't really hear. I don't even know what that is. Like I've, heard, they, I've heard the name. That's about like there the was most. like like you know there was the movie The Blair Witch Project, but then oh, they yeah, just yeah, made yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah. About it. Um, I mean, there's other like there's like phant phobia or something. 
But even then, it's like a multiplayer game, so they kind of... Yeah, it's just like... I don't know. It's just like... Well, there's Until Dawn. Do you remember that game? Yeah. But that wasn't... Again, that wasn't even really all that scary in the end. It was more about the choices. Yeah, Wendigo. Yeah, it was more about the choices that, that appealed to people and the fact that like, it has celebrity faces and things like that. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think there's just not an interest for it. I think, yeah, from the AAA sense, I don't because think so. Because that's kind of a niche community anyway because like, the average goer, I mean, like, dude, I can't count how many times like I've met someone new. And they're like, oh, I, I game a little. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what games do you play? They're like, Madden. Oh. <laughs> they're like, oh, I play Madden or 2K or I play like Warzone. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, there's nothing wrong with playing those games. Don't get twisted. If that's what you enjoy, that's amazing. But yeah. it's just like the average person doesn't really give a fuck, I guess. Like about, And it would never think to play something like that. So there's not really like an interest. It's kind of like a niche community. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's it's definitely a um and like indie people cater to the niches because then they can build an audience, you know, and things like that as well. So that's probably another reason. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they want their games to the go to boom, you know, but and, and enjoy everybody. But when it comes to the horror stuff, you know, yeah, I feel like it's better to just embrace. Like it's gonna be a niche community, but it's gonna f- I'm gonna make it fucking blow up. Yeah, it's just like one of those. It was Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's was a niche thing, you know. It wasn't Five Nights. I mean, it just happened to blow up because it was interesting and different, right? Yeah, you know. But it's back to being no one gives a fuck about that anymore. You know right. what I mean? Like it's the same thing. Well, it because went, there's been like 20 games. Well, <laughs> shit ton of I mean, Yeah, that and I think like people's attention span is like minus like you know two yeah. point, like I don't know two milliseconds of time yeah so it's like okay this is cool i'm moving on yeah. you know what i mean so it's like one of and now it's just back to being the niche community that cares so yeah. it's like one of those things i think all right yeah i hope you people now have a list of games that maybe you want to check out again that spooky mood and don't feel bad if you just want to watch a let's play yeah listen <laughs> Sometimes it's got you got to sleep at night. <laughs> it's, al- it's almost like watching a horror movie, just in parts, you know. And like, there's someone else screaming with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have someone to like to be afraid with, you know, kind of in that regard. So, yeah. But um, once again, you know, we always enjoy and appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Yes, I hope you enjoyed our first episode of our Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> I'm Jake. I am Michael. Peace. I sometimes see that town, Silent Hill. Come find me, James.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.